Hello, I'm Ian. And I'm Darren. And welcome to the Average Bikers in a Cave, a show where a group of bikers chat and share opinions about all things motorbike, from news, reviews, interviews and the big questions. If you like what you hear, then be sure to subscribe, tell your friends and leave us a review. On episode 12, along with our usual ramblings, we will update you on a number of stories and new bikes that have grabbed our attention in the last couple of weeks. And also, we'll be tackling this week's big question. Do you want to ride down to Electric Avenue? This week's episode is sponsored by Afterground, an exceptional drone, wedding, portraiture and events photography and videography company that specialises in capturing video and images on the ground and in the air in a style that is modern yet timeless, interesting and vibrant with a focus on exhilarating moments and pure fun. Using their experience, skills and knowledge, they will work with you to ensure your videos and photos are exactly the way you want them. For more information or to chat to the team, head over to www.afterground.com or check out their Facebook page. Check-in time. Can I go first? Absolutely. I've got nothing. Oh, Literally, I have nothing to talk about. Surely you get something to talk about. <laughs> no, it's just I was away for I was away working for a week, like away, away, other than being in here. Oh, were you? And I was away. I was away to the sunny world of Reading. Oh, Reading! <laughs> it was, it was good to get out and actually. I don't see interact with Hawaiian, people because that's wrong. Hawaiian music, and as you say, Reading. There. Yeah, that definitely didn't happen. Mm, line, no. Landing at Heathrow Airport was. No. You know, I mean, welcome. It was just like. Mm. Mm. Do you need a ticket for the train? They still using okay. the same taxi folk. No, it's different for taxi oh, folk. Okay. You know what I mean, um, but it was still the same kind of luxury Mercedes with, yeah, cool. with what I call porn lighting on the inside. Oh, you know, right. that, the blue oh, yeah, strip yeah. lighting and all that. It's very nice. Not well. So that's kind of tell the wife. Aye. So, so that's kind of scop up anything interesting I actually had to do. Nah, so enough. I literally have no check in. It's been very uneventful, other than work, and I'm not going to bore people to death with that. No, fair enough. But you 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 have taken another wee, um. You were telling me just before we went on on air that um you were re looking at the Pan America. I was re looking at the Pan America because I was chatting to the guys at Harley, mostly about colours, because I don't know how we got in a conversation about colours. That's what we do. We talk about colours. Um, when I first learnt to ride a bike, way back in. 2004 or whatever it was um, and I, I was looking at gear and so one of the big, big pieces of advice was and it probably still stands to this day is that um, if you want really good deals on your biking gear buy last year's biking gear because basically bikers are quite vain people who like to look really good on their bikes so as soon as something's out of date then you know you can, I, you can I, go for I, it I think it's worse I, th- I don't think it's I don't think it's as I don't think it's just cut and dry in that. I think actually just bikers just like to have gear. Aye. Not necessarily the latest gear, just gear. Just Aye, loads true. and loads of... you like, oh, I've got three helmets, but I really like that one. And that would look nice kind of hanging up here. Even though I probably won't wear it or wear it once in yeah. a blue moon, it would look nice hanging up there. Yeah, it's £300, but yeah, it would look you can, nice. You know, you can't put a price in safety. No, no, you cannot. You absolutely cannot. So that's... Aye. But again, was talking... All I'm saying is look at the cost of a Joe Malone candle. <laughs> you know what I mean? Look at the cost of a Joe Malone candle and think how many people out there whose other halves have got a Joe Malone candle 
and you can think, well, if you can have three Joe Malone candles, I can have the Stormtrooper <laughs> HJC helmet to stick, <laughs> stick up my shelf. Aye, that was an eye-opener. Yeah, you know I mean, the, the old Joe Malone candle. Was it you that was telling me, or it might have been my dad that was telling me, he ordered a Joe Malone candle for his missus, and then it came through and he got the invoice and he didn't realise that was the price. And I'm going, how could you know realise that was the... You just randomly click through, do you know what I mean? So, I don't even look at that. I just don't, just, just don't do it, just don't do it. So I, so the, again, <coughs> re-looking at the Pan America purely because the colour that I like is the Baja orange. Which, right. which is beautiful. Which is a stunning colour. Um, but as of 2022, they're not doing it anymore. It's some other kind of blue colour along with... It's a cream front end, so if anyone's seen the the Pan America, they know it's like two tone, yep. except the black one, and even the black one's kind of black and a really Aye. dark dark grey nose. So the new, because uh, I think the one I kept upright for ninety nine percent of the journey <laughs> uh, was a kind of dark green. Was that kind of military green? The military type green, one? the yeah. military green stain, and the kind of blacky grey one is stain. Aye. The one that is going out is the Baja orange and white. So that's coming out and it's a kind of bluey colour. Not a royal blue colour because if you were going to put it in royal blue, you might as well get it by a BMW GS HP, which comes in blue, red and white. Mm-hmm. But it's a kind of lighter blue than that. But the front nose cone is cream. Did you see it? It's whatever kind of colour, a fancy colour of cream on it. However... It was described to me as... But don't, and don't say who by, because we don't want to... No, 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 no I'm not going to get people into trouble. But, and I think people <coughs> will all know who it is when I say it, but th- it was described to me as hearing aid beige. <laughs> which kind of lets you know. Now, the only thing I'll say is, is it might not look like hearing aid beige when it turns up. Right. But I'm kind of looking at it and going, do I really want to hear hearing aid beige? I'd be then just well going for the black one. Yeah, totally. But... The orange one, every time I see it goes, uh, there's a little bit of my heart goes, oh my God, that's lovely looking. So we'll see. Yeah, that's a demonstrator. There was only, you can't get them anymore. And we'll talk about this a bit in the news, but you, you just kind of get them. They're, they're so good. They've done that well. Um, so the only ones that are left are demonstrators. And that one at Harley's has just been put on. I think it was September 1st that got put on. So there'll probably be another three or four months of that, and then it might go up for sale, and then we'll, we'll see. I, I I would imagine, though, if they're so difficult to get, it'll be, oh, even that will have a... Apparently the last demonstrator, which was the black one, which I rode, which was the one with ARH, it went up and was gone in, like, an hour, aye. sold, because the people couldn't get them, mm. and people can't get them, so... Aye. But I but on that... Cool. That's about that's about as exciting as I go talking about here need beige bikes for twenty twenty two. Well, I'll check in then. First of all, bike wise, I discovered last couple of weeks ago uh, the boy was up from London, and I discovered that Gorilla Glue only holds a snap number plate for a finite amount of time. <laughs> uh, as uh, and the potholes in the west of Scotland seem to dislodge them really easily, so we were riding along. So um, if anyone's listening from Gorilla Glue, the new testing centre should be set up in somewhere in the west of Scotland. Yep, that 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 involves gluing together half-snapped uh, number plates and then riding them over uh, potholes. <laughs> so uh, so I was out with the wee man and uh, we were planning to go away for about kind of half an hour, 45 minutes, a wee tour, just to get, because he was up for a wee while and just wanted to get the mutt out. And <clears throat> we literally got 10 minutes, hit a pothole and... You know, when he got the bike, the, the number plate was snapped, so I'd glued it together. I thought it was really solid and everything. Um, and obviously, these L plate hanging off the bottom of the number plate. 
So, uh, thump, thump, number plate snaps, and we literally got about a minute round the road. By that point, the L plate had caught underneath the tyre because the, the, the oh. number plate had snapped in half. And uh, by the time we got into the car park, which was just literally around the roundabout, the, the tyre had worn a hole through the L plate. So, um, <laughs> so, I had visions of it coming <clears throat> off and that movie noise that what an, another owl, another owl, it's going from an L plate to an owl, um, an owl to an L plate, even. And uh, so, um, if you're out there and your number plate snaps or whatever, replace the number plate, don't just try and fix it with Gorilla Glue. Mine came over my 125, I did it? Aye, and I, I, I wasn't until I got back to the house, and my wife went, You need a number plate, and I'm going, What, wait, what. So we had to ride. We had to ride them up back, obviously, with the L plate. So I just stayed behind them, nice and safe, to get it back, you know. Um, but uh, so there you go. That's part one of my check-in. Part two of my check-in, which is going to be good for any all our podcast fans. I feel like we should have a drum roll button. I still don't have a drum roll. You've button. got a rim shot. Yeah, but that's not the same. No, it's not really the same, is it? No. no. I just wanted to say what it was called because I just uh, ready, family, very show, rude. family show, family show, exactly. Um, <clears throat> it'll be above. It'll be above the kids' heads. It's fine. And um, a, a, I have got a new job. So I'll be starting a job which is going to be Monday to Friday at 9 to 5. Yes! Which of course means far more regular um, planned podcasts and we're going to be launching into the world of a video. V-I-D-E-O. It's good from your point of view because it gives you that kind of normality. Um, but also, it's good. <laughs> I'm going to be selfish and say it's good for me because I can then go right every two weeks. I need to have that, <coughs> done, that done, done, that done, done. Be ready. Have that afternoon planned out, and we're good to go. And then it's good for you guys listening so. because it means you know Monday morning or Tuesday, Tuesday. Right? You know I mean it's going to be live and up yeah. and ready to go. And hopefully we'll have a bit of video as well. Um, so we'll yeah. be pushing the YouTube channel as well. So if you like a wee bit of you know. You know, just snippets of the show, I think, 10 minutes or so. Ah, we'll start snippets. with snippets and see, see how it goes. goes. You know, but, but if you do, once it's up and running, guys, please tune in and give us a likes and subscribe and all that kind of stuff. And in my third piece of check-in news... Oh, my God. I know. I know. Here's me saying I'm not getting any check-in news. You're really spoiling us. Nothing to do with likes, but I have managed to secure myself a little slot at West Coast Harley-Davidson for the sports stuff. Yes. Oh, yeah, you yes, do. Yes, I am, of course. So, um, you um, jammy... Where's my beep button? Beep! Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> In about a week or so's time, um, they're, they're bringing the, the new sports dress up to the West Coast Halley, and big shout-out to Scott West Coast, who's, um, who has um, got in touch with me and, and managed to secure my wee slot to get a wee, a wee shot of the of the, the sports dress, which has... Don't, don't every, time you say, every time you <laughs> say slot, I'm going for the rim shot. I know. Uh, so, fingers crossed, I will not drop this one. So, uh, no, I won't... <laughs> I'd hope not. I've checked the seat height, it's fine. Although if you get there and realise that it's suddenly like an 850 seat height, you know what I mean, and don't want to phone, 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 phone me, I'll be there. Absolutely. And, and actually, I might be there anyway. I'll, I'll let you know exactly when way. I'm doing it and you can come and see it. Mm. You know, and then maybe, maybe, we'll maybe get a wee bit of that on our next video. Uh, I will certainly be putting the wee, the GoPro on and maybe the wee... Maybe we could haggle for a two-for-one special. Mm-hmm. Or at least haggle a deal. Haggle a deal, exactly. So, uh, yep. So, um, folks, next, hopefully, the next podcast we'll actually be able to have a hands-on review of the sports dress. I know. I can't um, wait to see it. It I looks know. stunning. Super excited. And it'll be, it'll be good to get your thoughts on this yeah. torquey engine. I know. As you know about me on the Pan America, 
What happened on the panel anyway? We, we, no, we don't need to talk about it. We don't, we also don't need to talk about it too much in case somebody listens and then I lose my slot in the sports dress. So we'll just keep <laughs> that one quiet. Um, uh, again, it's one of Harley's sports dresses. It's no West Coast, so... Oh, oh so quids in with rallying it. <clears throat> Absolutely. So um, I think is that I loved... the. You know, you know, I loved the Pan America. Other than, the, other than, um, it just needed to be just an, an inch smaller, an inch or two smaller, right? And I, I love, so I'm really excited to feel what that new engine is like, especially Super Torque on, on the Sportster. So um, we'll be doing that very, very soon. Cool. Aye, I think it so might be later as well. Can't remember. I need to look uh, back at the notes, but I think it's slightly later. Nice. Which means it's going to be even quicker. Excellent. So yeah, good stuff. From. Yep. Check in. Check in. Done. Done. Okay. Ian, guess what time it is? Hammer time? Hello, it's now time for the news. Ah, okay then, okay, cool. Nice. It would have been nice if I had a hammer time button. Oh, that would have been, 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 been... I think you might need to pay for that one, though. Ah, maybe, possibly. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Unless you, you just... I mean, if we're doing a video, we'll just have a picture of a hammer on a clock. I'm, I'm, that must be stock ah. footage somewhere. Aye, anyway. probably. Uh, you're up first. I'm up first, yes. So we have... Guess what? Guess what I'm talking <laughs> about? <laughs> Um, uh, go and guess, go and guess, go and guess, go and guess, guess, guess. Suzuki. Oh, no, I know what it is. Kawasaki versus Ka- Kawasaki versus. Because yep. you know how much I love that bike, right? Oh, I know. Um, it's the new Triumph Tiger 1200. Ooh. It looks amazing, right? If you like Triumph Tigers and adventure bikes, of course. Of course. So, as we hinted on the last episode, Triumph are testing a couple of new bikes um, in that lovely Triumph wallpaper that we were <sighs> on about. Yep. Absolutely. I've tried chopping for it. I can't get it can't anymore. Get, no, fair enough. No, did, did, did you try a lot, Ashley? I did. Oh, I, did I, fair enough. I, I did. Okay. No, 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 no. okay, and Habitat's not anymore, so it's not going to be Habitat. No, no. no. Even Ikea don't do it. Uh, what can I say? You know. Last time, though, as <laughs> we digress slightly, we focused on the smaller variant uh, as the new 1200 was not in sight. Now we have caught some glimpses of the new 1200. Trying for claiming that the new machine will have more power, but will also be significantly lighter than its closer competi- closest competitors. Yeah, a closer competition. Yeah, I was, I was. Re- you wrote that right, and I read it wrong last time. Yes, yes, well done, oh, well done, vindicated, um, absolutely. Uh, looking at the images, the engine seems to be more compact, and the exhaust uh, head is a touch lower than the outgoing model. So, um, it's. But it's still, it's, it, it looks that way, but it, but it's still, a, it doesn't take away from the look of the bike at all. It still no. makes the bike look really quite um, kind of chunky, so. I can't wait to see that in the flesh. I know. I, and that will be a wee trip through Edinburgh. A lot of people are saying this could be a, a GS killer, this new 1200 mm. Triumph. A lot of people have already kind of commented on it already, so. The capacity, we think, will remain the same, with maybe a tweak in power to tip over the 150 brake horsepower. Which is which is needed. Yeah, yeah, totally. That's a wee bit sluggish. So, um, according to what we've read, yeah. Aye. So, in comparison to your yeah, so, you know, but then you look at you know, you, we were just talking obviously about Pan America. Mm. So, it's the hundred and fifty mark. You've got the Multistrada, which is hundred and whatever. It's over hundred fifty. The KTM's hundred and seventy something. So they're all starting to keep over yeah. hundred and fifty marks. So it's about you mean trying to get ahead of hopefully BM. Aye, just to get it up, move it more of a push. Mm-hmm. Uh, the pictures look, look like an XCA model, which possibly will be changed to the Rally model to keep it in line with Tiger 900 range. Um, also, um, it looks like they've increased the wheel size of the new off-roader. So, um, it used to be a 19, 17-inch set of rims, but it looks like it's grown to a 21, 18 pair, which will make it a 
it'll handle tricky terrain a lot easier. So if you're going to, it's clearly, I mean, all the all the advertising blurb, the the video stuff that they're sending out, they're really pushing the fact that you don't want to be take actually take it on a road, really. Aye. You know, it is about that whole adventure thing um, and and stuff. Well, well, will the majority of people that buy it take it off roads? No, no. But you know, absolutely. Um, However, they have the option then. But they're bringing out a road-only GT version, which will probably keep the smaller wheels. Aye, because there's no point in having a 20-inch front wheel on a road bike. No, absolutely. Uh, Front rear suspension looks like it's been an upgrade as well, with the rear looking like the ZF unit that Darren used to have in his uh, F850 GSA. Aye, so if anybody looks at the pictures, look at the back wheel, um, the back, almost where the grab handles would be. There's that little kind of piston, looks looks like a pump. Looks like a like a bike pump, right? Um, with a gold thingy on it, that's sure. and that's the kind of Z the ZF unit. And uh, and well, the the shaft drive remains in place. It appears they've redesigned it for a twin spar design. So, um, hopefully, we'll get a full view in the next couple of months with it being on sale early twenty twenty two. So we'll certainly be talking about it and uh, with the video popping up some pics and stuff like that as well. Aye, really and cool. definitely the minute it hits, I think it's a trip through to Edinburgh. Trip through to Edinburgh for me to film it and Dan to go on it because so my wee toesies <laughs> will never touch the ground on it. Unless, th- unless we do pillion. I, no, I, I don't happen. think they'll have one that they've lowered the seat on it and then physically taken the covers off and scooped it all the foam <laughs> just so that somebody like me can. But then they do do, do it. They do, the 900 has got, got a low version. It's got a low version. And just still quite high. Oh, is it? Well, I I think for me because obviously I've I've got such wee legs that um I'd have to, I would also then have to go in and scoop out some of the foam uh, as well. So. Oh, my mate, space, my mate has said to me though, but can he's he's got similar size legs to me, and he and he rides uh, Kawasaki Versus, and uh, he does said you should com- he said you should come and sit on mine just to see what what it feels like comfortable comfortable wise. Oh, we're well, doing that. <laughs> so, uh, so I'll let you know. He might even let me ride it, and I might, I might be, I might be persuaded to like it. I don't know. Well, actually, fun enough. He, he, he raves about it, and I know it is a brilliant bike, a competent bike, but it's just the guys that um, at Biker School mm-hmm. were in the corner. Um, they obviously had they they've got a partnership with Kawasaki, or their main bikes are Kawasaki's. I learned. Um, I passed my test in a Kawasaki. I the examiners have got two new six fifty verses, which is good because it. I mean. It, Makes the he's in my bigger command position, I think. Aye, rather that's than a good idea. Yeah. But obviously, the bikes were delivered by Kirkcaldy Kawasaki, um, and I was kind of I popped a note to those guys on on Instagram to say, yeah. "Oh, we need to pop through," and they were like, hey, "Anytime you guys want to come through, just come through." The coffee machine's always on. So, that was nice. We know that one. So good. nice, nice that we know we can pop through there and have a look at the verses and then go. Yeah, I don't like that. But I was thinking more so for the Z900 yeah, RS yeah, 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 in yeah. yellow. Yellow and black. In yeah. yellow and black. Possible Honda VFR replacement. Which does excite me a wee bit because you know a Honda. I love this VFR. VFR. Uh, I, I would, if I had enough money, I would buy a VFR just as a second bike just because I think it's, it's such a good bike. Um, but the production of the VFR obviously ceased with the Euro 5 introduction. So there's definitely a clear gap in Honda's lineup. Well... There is now possible incoming void filler. I'm going to call it a void filler. Um, I know. Just the void, the void filler. filler. Um, definitely big shoes to fill, though, yeah. um, from from Honda's perspective. But earlier this year, the trademark registered NT1100, um, and now there's further evidence to support that 
this. Um, they've actually filled out a form um, by the European type approval, um, which means that we could see this possible NT1100, which I think is going to be the, the, the VFR replacement. So what can we assume? Well, I think the 1100 engine, because it's NT1100. Yeah, I think that's maybe a given. Aye, and given the fact that they've... They're kind of it's not going to be a 125. No. But given the fact that they've taken that same engine, tweaked it slightly and put it into the Rebel, Mm-hmm. Would indicate that they're doing something similar with that new eleven hundred engine. Um, now, whether they keep the same tuning that the Rebels got, or the same tuning that the Africa Twin has, or whether they do something completely different, no idea. The African Twin would be my gut version to stay with that because it would be a wee bit more yep. in tune with what a possible VFR replacement would be. But you never know. It should be a sports tourer of sorts, probably around the 240-250 kilogram weight, with the power coming in around about 7,000 RPM mark, which is roughly where the actual <coughs> VFR used to sit. Yeah. Manual transmission variant and the possible DCT version also, because why would you not? Because yeah, if you're going to do yeah. sports touring, DCT works an absolute treat. Although if anyone's seen on Instagram, just don't, you know what I mean, try and rev the bike. When you're going at DC team would yes 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 so cap it going, um but all of this would it would need to sit around about the eleven to thirteen thousand pound market in order to make it appetising in that in that aye, space aye, aye. again Honda as always will remain super tight lipped but with twenty twenty two kind of just literally around the corner although as my eldest told me the other day there was eighty three days to Christmas. Where's my tumbleweed? Moving button? on, moving on. <laughs> so yeah, hopefully we'll get some we'll get some more sight of that. Even maybe some again, they'll not put it in triumph wallpaper, but something along those lines right. where they, we get some pictures of them actually demonstrating yep. it because I think the VFR is a massive loss to Honda's lineup. Um, we miss you, VFR. Aye, and it's not that they did the the twelve hundred range and then they did the eight hundred as well, and I think either were, you mean both were super bikes. Mm. I don't mean super bikes as in super bikes, but as in they were just stunning. And the model that had the twin pipes coming up and right at the back of the the cowl under the seat. Oh, Aye, very good. Quick, nice. move on, please. Yeah. <laughs> Staying with Honda, we there's a new upgrade to the Honda 500 range. Uh, yeah, Honda have unveiled three new upgraded 500s: the CBF500F, which is naked; the CB500X. Adventure bike and the CBR500R, the baby blade. Now, all the bikes get most of the same upgrades with new shoulder forks, triple trees, new swing arm, Nissan calipers and 286mm discs. The F and the R versions have a slight weight shift forward to the front to provide some extra grip on the front rubber. Um, the R and X get LED lights with the R's being lifted straight off of the 650R. And the X LEDs also work as position lights, the same as its big brother, the Africa Twin. The engine remains the same on all three, which is a 47 brake horsepower. Again, designed for that A2 rider market, so, you know, look smart, but no point and squat to the point that you're going to hit a wall, kind of thing, really, that. Aye, um, no. <laughs> I was trying to think where that analogy was going I was um, like, I'm panic setting now. Uh, so while the A2 market uh, is clearly its target, uh, they have come out, Honda have come out with some interesting facts. So, um, are you ready? Um, this is I a, am. It's it's Victoria time. I was going to say I was. 
can't wait for these, I know, but I can't know yeah. So, so um, <laughs> for all you um, Honda fact junkies out there, because fact I know junkies. fact junkies, um, 75% of CB500X owners are experienced riders. Which is actually quite high. That is quite high. Sure. Nearly half of CB500F sales are people who are new to biking. Which doesn't quite compute my head, but anyway, right. But it, is, it does work out, but yeah. 50% of sales. And I, I take that's new CB500Fs. Or or bought through the Honda dealership, I would imagine. Aye, I bought through a Honda dealership. <laughs> so of, of half of those that they sell, are new to biking. New to biking. Um, but maybe they hold on to it. Which would make sense. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. New bikers, either yep. A2 or whatever, then aye, a CBF is a, I mean, it's a quite a solid bike, so. And 60% of CBR500R owners, the baby blade, um, are under 34. Because that's the one they can get insured for. Because that's the one they can get insured for. <laughs> um, so I think what they're trying to say is, these bikes are not just for A2 riders, but to be fair, I wouldn't be picking one of them as my bike now. No, I think... It, rider, but I'm, th- I'm looking at the CBR500R, right? You're looking at it and going, see if you had an, like your normal bike, say you bought a Triumph Tiger. Yep. And that was your bike, you did tours on, you went back forward to work on and all that kind of stuff. But you wanted a bike that you could go out and have a bit of fun on, try and get a knee doing all that kind of stuff. Then the CBR500R ah, would, would yeah, potentially yeah. be one of those options. Yep. The only thing I would say is, is why would you do that and not just buy yourself a CBR650R? Aye, well, but aye. as an experienced rider, aye. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I, I, I get, I, I get what they mean by it. Do you know what I mean? And it doesn't really surprise me. Um, CB five hundred, uh, CB five hundred F is a great example because it's it's a good solid upright bike. It does. Yep. You know I mean uh, you can't really fault it? I don't know why they brought a five hundred R though when you get six fifty R. Uh, uh, probably uh, that probably is unless six fifty just over the eight two mark. Just do yes, I probably just. So. Anyway, there we go. So that's saying I'll be a bit of Honda news and a bit of Honda facts. Honda facts. That could be a whole segment. That could Honda be, yeah. facts. Facts about Honda. Honda. Um, we talked about Harley Davidson Pan America um, earlier, but there was a little snippet in one of the in one of the journals. The journals. Um, just about how well the Pan America has actually done um, from a sales perspective. So, Harley Davidson have said that since its launch in February this year, Pan America has been a sales sensation. Sales sensation. Uh, The 1250 Special has become the top selling adventure touring bike in the USA. That's that's. But to be fair, it's the USA, so they probably only sold about 12 touring bikes. <laughs> Is every bike not a touring bike in the States because it's just long, straight bike roads? Long I don't know. That, that, that's doing a disservice to our lovely listeners over in the States. Absolutely. Um, but then I don't know how big a seller the, the likes of the BM Triumphs and all that would be there. I don't know if it's KTM would be big or... KTM, maybe. KTM's mentioned quite a lot in the old long way round and long way up and long way round. So you know what I mean? And obviously there's an American market there. I think KTM's got a big base in America. It's a big, so. you know, um, what was it? I was watching YouTube. I love this guy, Peter McKinnon on YouTube, right? Um, photographer, video, filmmaker and all that. Um, but he's got a friend that rides for KTM in America and it's massive over there. Is, the that, the guy with the weird, is that the guy with the, the building? I think I've seen some of his stuff. He's actually Canadian. 
rather than American. I think I've seen his stuff. That's brilliant. Kind of long, long hair, I think. Yeah, yeah. Kind of I think I watched one of his things about the yeah, iPhone. Probably what we should do is give a wee at mention to Peter McKinnon on a podcast. Aye. We'll at mention him in the hope that he picks it up and goes, actually, these guys are I'm sure cool. he's got a pretty cool loft place where like a oh it's an amazing place absolutely Aye. fantastic and um, as the guy i think it's about two years ago i think he moved into the new place but it's just incredible and the stuff he does and is really cool he's got Aye. a big a big thing for the uh, ford vans and trucks he loves mm. them he's got a ford raptor and he's got his old <gasps> i know i know, I know, I know. I like ford uh, yeah, raptor. and he's got an old ford truck from like the 60s or something like that it was really it's really cool you know absolutely yeah mm. We'll at him Well at Peter McKinnon And say We gave him a shout out And hopefully He'll, hopefully, he'll, he'll hopefully send on These in. one million plus Subscribers know, Do you know what I mean It's mental um, It was Peter McKinnon That I got the, the whole Kind of concept And idea for our Average bikers uh, Oh Because he has got a video That has yeah. very similar I think it's the same tune that we use No it's, it's very similar But it's It's, but it's, it's, slightly, it's, different. it's slightly different but, yeah. but yeah So Peter McKinnon um, was where I got the inspiration for our average bikers video. Ah. So if you watched that and enjoyed that, then look at Peter McKinnon and stuff. You should, should tag him on that and just say, "Listen, you're an inspiration." Uh, and 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 financially, um, you know, out with financial constraints. If Peter McKinnon recommends something, I tend to go, "Ooh, I want that." You know, <laughs> camera wise, video wise, you know. And right. he he was a big uh, praise the the GoPro ten black. Well, he did a whole know. thing on the iPhone. If only had one of them. He did. I, I loved it. His stuff and everything was great. So, that's why I went. Oh, we digress slightly from motorcycles, but but still, catch up, Peter McKinnon, if you can, folks. He's got some good stuff up there. Actually. Only and after he, you've listened to and watched Average Bikers in the Cave, and they've got monkey bikes and all sorts of I, stuff that they stuff yeah. on. So, yeah. so there you go. We brought it back full circle. Saved. Yeah, and and uh, uh, this is to do with Peter McKinnon about bikers. He did he, his review of the GoPro. 10 black they put it on an fpv drone and follow this guy from ktm around the motocross thing oh, they? it's a phenomenal oh, bit of wow. video and they've got it they've got the gopro on the motocross bike and they fly it on a, an fpv drone uh, it's it's definitely if you like your motocross stuff watch that it's really cool cool really there you cool. go as a recommendation um harley ceo says that um those who now own or have tested and dropped <coughs> in some cases one of what the pan- dropped i love the pan america i couldn't put it down well <laughs> well, well, you, yeah, well you, you could yeah, put it down, could put it down very easily um he says that they absolutely love this bike um having sold out of our 2021 allocation we are excited about what the future has in store for the pan america which kind of reinforces the discussion that actually i had a weekend just about how yeah. you cannot get them for loving the money so there you go Excellent. ian it's like christmas it's like christmas there's another new triumph <laughs> yes <laughs> the new triumph speed triple rr which just now low. i can't remember if we hinted at this last we did. show we did i think we because talked it, it was literally like, just it was like it literally just came and it was just i think i don't know if we'd, what we talked about but it was maybe just a bit like cherry i think i think just before you came to me the two of us had both messaged each other kind of very similarly have you seen this so um it's but we've got some more details now including what it actually looks like which is just it's like it's like trod meets cafe racer right it's just it's i love it but guess what it's got quite a high seat height. <laughs> so I read it meant. <laughs> Do you notice that I think I purposely left that out here? I know, I think it's just. It's got quite, but it's also got quite a high price. But uh, it's quite pricey. Yeah. But anyway, we'll go through the details anyway, folks, just so that you can you can get a wee sense of um, how awesome this bike's going to probably perform. So uh, here we go. Right, it looks good. 
uh, like the RS Super Naked, the new RR, gets the same 176 brake horsepower, 1160cc engine, the same Brembo brakes and clappers with 320mm discs, and it also has the same lean-sensitive ABS. Hang on, is this just another RS? Yeah, sort uh, of, sort yeah, of. Kind of, but in other parts, so parts, mm-hmm, in other parts, no, because uh, the suspension on the RR is electronic semi-active, which sounds impressive, but what it really means is that the settings will change depending on the riding mode, so it means easier to change on the go and depending on the type of conditions you're on, and let's be honest, in Scotland, in, in, England, in the UK, you know, your weather conditions, your riding conditions can change in a heartbeat, oh. especially this time of year, <laughs> you know what I mean, so, um, so the RS doesn't have that, it's got a 6-axis IMU control, which controls the traction and gives you varying levels of intervention depending on your ability or thirst for danger. I like that. Aye. Thirst for danger. Thirst for danger. Your or thirst for danger. Aye, or your thirst for stupidity. Or your thirst for stupidity, absolutely. This coupled with new rubber and the Pirelli Supercourse SPV3 tyres should make for some fun times regardless of the road you're on. Yeah, there's all the boring bits from the RS, TFT dash, backlight, switch gear, cruise control, self-cancelling indicators, blah, 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 blah. But what the RS doesn't have is the stunning good looks that the RR's got. It's got a semi-faired angular front cowl, which just... The front cowl the front cowl is absolutely... Just, you know, it's the absolutely. And not a, n- no, no hearing aid beige in sight. Yes. Yes, which is great. Um, uh, so it's got a really modern side and shape to but still looks really classy the way they've done it they've taken that kind of like cafe racer kind of feel to the styling but made it like super modern so i would say that's the best front end i've seen on a bike this year i'd say it's the best front end i've seen this year thank you so <laughs> well done that's really good i'm glad you get the right button there it'd be funny if you'd go land and went yeah poor ian what a life he's got um, so clip-on bars given at the sports bike position it rounds off probably the best looking bike I think uh, certainly I've seen and I think you're the same damn ah, one of the best bikes that I've ah, seen that, that front cool it's just uh, yeah it's on sale in 2022 and it will start at £17,950 for the white one and 18200 for the red yeah that is a lot of money but look at what you're getting it's not that expensive so you know look at the competitors look at the other bikes in the, in up there it's you know you're getting you're getting a lot of tech, a lot of really cutting edge electronics, cutting edge handling. Cut, it, it's just it it should be a beautiful aye. bit of machinery. And to be honest, for 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 two hundred fifty quid, get that red. Ah, if you think about it, you're up there. You're looking at one hundred seventy six brake. I'll be it's no M thousand RR money, but then an M thousand RR is well over that price. Aye. Um. Your closest competitors, maybe one of the Augustas, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. But again, the, the, it's just, it doesn't have that front end, I kid you not. It's, it, it, if you haven't it, if you haven't seen a picture, go, we'll put a picture up on the video, because this bit's going to make video this, this, this week, and we'll put a picture, we'll put some images up on it, because it is... It is it's, the, it's the fact that when you look at it front on, it looks round. It looks very, everything's very rounded. And retro. And but you, the minute you even go to like 20 degrees side on, it's got this lovely crease upside, which makes it, gives it that yeah. almost cut fairing look. It's, it's the, absolutely The details beautiful. and the LEDs and the lights, the, the, oh, you know, the, the, it's just, it's just. The, I would say mm. it, all round it's the best looking bike I've seen this year. Other, 
other than what we've got coming up later, which the whole back end <coughs> just changes that's just things. Different. But that's but that's that's a different category. That really. is a different category. You know, and that's, I mean, yeah. but definitely from a definitely from, that's probably one of the best bikes I've seen this, this, this it's year. Certainly, it's, it's probably, it's probably certainly one of the best looking bikes you'll see on the road next year. Aye, that, that's a good shout. Yeah, I'll give you that. There you go. There you go. So that's the new triumph, and uh, I'm just going to go away now and kind of mop up all the wee that's just happened. So <laughs> I was going to say something else, but I'll leave it at that. Oh, really sure. Kawasaki, and it's not a versus. Hurrah! Kawasaki are bringing out a new retro 650. So the last time we chatted, we were kind of drilling over the Z900 RS again, more mainly because it was very 70s vibe. But it was in like stunning yellow and black. Yeah. Which every bike should be. There should not be any other colour. Now, Kawasaki. Kawasaki. Kawasaki has announced that it's bringing. <laughs> that, that's right. That was for Dave Thompson out there. If he's uh, listening. I, I, Dave, like, hey, you're listening. Kawasaki. Kawasaki. They're bringing out a new Z650 RS. So it's like obviously just using the same, but put yep. a smaller engine in it. Smaller engine. Yep. 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 So it's utilising the the water cooled Z six fifty engine. So that's the one that's in the Z six fifty. It's in the Ninja six fifty. Puts out about sixty seven brake horsepower. Again, using the tried and tested components from his brothers and sisters in the six fifty range, including the three hundred mm front discs and calipers, the forty one millimeter telescopic forks, and the rear preloaded horizontal suspension and stuff. All of that is staying the same. It is a familiar approach from taking the heart of two great bikes and then just dressing it up differently. Most manufacturers are doing it. Absolutely, yeah, yeah. However, it comes with a nice new rounded LED front light and indicators that have probably came off the 900 RS um, to give it that kind of classic retro feel. Two beautiful analog dials. I love an and analog I, dial. I know. And I mean, see, see when I was on the, uh, when I was watching like Long Way Up yep. and you saw the, the, the live wire and it's like, you know, it's little LCD computer. and everything. And then when you were on the when I was on the Pan America and you get that lovely Aye. interactive sort of, and I love all that, right? And it's like, you know, it's like it's having an app and everything and you know all I'm that. Really stuff. Connect your phone but, to it and all that kind but of when stuff. You're, when you when you when you've got a retro bike like my street cup, I would I would A retro bike for me should have, have analogue dials. Obviously yeah. they've put a digital console <clears throat> yep. in the middle so that you can still get some of the readings and all that kind yeah, of good yeah, stuff yeah. that you get. But for me you should, on a retro bike, you should still have those two beautiful, you know I mean? And again, we talked about this before. If they could make them digital but look analogue in their function, Absolutely, yeah, it, would yeah. be, it would be like the, it would be the, the end of the world. The seat height on this is going to be around about the 820 millimetre, which again isn't um, massively huge. But because... Six that's, 50, right in my lead. that's right in my limit. However, <coughs> they've slimmed the profile of the tank, so the tank's oh, actually quite a slim profile, right. so that might make it seem it easier. Yeah. like it's a little bit closer to the I think 820 is around about the... Around about the length. Yeah, the, uh, the, the, the RR length as well, uh, I think. Maybe 830, but, you know, so... Again, though, if it's get that slim... If that tank comes in slightly... <coughs> yeah, yeah, you know yeah, I mean, yeah. Before yeah. you get to mm. it, that might just make it that wee bit. It might seem less... Tall than yeah. what it actually is, uh, or I might have to just buy boots with really big heels. Aye, platforms, platforms. Set up Elton John's, get them on eBay. There must there must be a whole pile of people who are goths in the two thousands. You know what I mean? <laughs> I've got these boots lying about. They <laughs> might want to sell massive Europe <laughs> <things>. <laughs> That's it. Aye, aye. 
Um, there's a few early accessories that have that have came to light, including a chrome grab bar, radiator cover, brushed aluminium uh, instrument cluster, so that kind of fits across yeah. the middle and then up and inside, which looks really smart. Um, it's competition, really, though, is going to be Triumph Triumph Street Twin. That, that's tough competition. Aye. Do you know what I mean? Um, cause that's, that's the Street Twin's an icon. The Street Twin is exactly. an absolute icon, you know what I mean? And, and I think if it was me looking at just purely for the Triumph name alone, I know I'm a bit of a Triumph geek, right? And I, I get that I like the Triumphs and everything. But to me, that's the epitome of a retro make about Triumph, BSA, that kind of name. Old school stuff, you know? Yep. Like like the other the other podcast here, we were talking about the, the 1970s information video. You know the oh, the retro bikes, which is brilliant, right? <laughs> uh, if you get if you haven't seen it yet, go, go onto the social media pages and have a look at it. It's dead good. Um, but you know, you know, when you think back to a bike that's a retro bike, Kawasaki doesn't. I know, and and it's and it's wrong because Kawasaki's retro range, and, and I remember when you look back at the original Z one, yeah, it's you know stunning I mean? retro bikes. And I remember a few years ago when I was doing some photography for a guy, um, guy on the chain of hotels, but he was a massive Kawasaki fan, and it was one of the Scottish bike show things, and it was done in. It was like strange, it was down kind of Fennec way and then oh. this big thing and then which is quite cool because you watched this guy doing these kind of wheelie wheel spin things and he actually blew his tire up, which was quite impressive. Don't think he meant to, to be fair, I think he was trying to just show off. If he meant to, that was even uh, more impressive. His, his tire went pop and it was quite funny. Um but uh, and I took these beautiful pictures, I, I don't even know where they are now, of all, of this guy's massive collection of retro Kawasaki's from the seventies and they were just they were just absolutely gorgeous. All you right. know, retro bikes. It's so so but for somebody that doesn't know that, it's going to be tough competition because your head's going to go Royal Enfield or Triumph or something like that. Aye, and the problem, with the problem with the Royal Enfield Interceptor, and I do like the Royal Enfield Interceptor yep. and the Continental, yep. you know what I mean? Um, problem with those is they're massively underpowered yeah, compared yeah, yeah. to that 650 that, that Kawasaki are going to put in it. Yeah. So, aye, I don't know. I, want, I, I get what they're aye. trying to do. Re- retro's not fast for me. Retro... You know, and 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 I think and even that, a few I th- people think that way. I'm I'm a big guy, and I've ridden Manacla's Ninja Six Fifty, which yeah. is the same engine, and it's way quick. Do mm-hmm. you know what I mean? It's it's far quicker than what you think it is. Yeah, yeah. So, um, I I think even in that retro guys, it's no gonna. I mean, you're, you're gonna notice it being more than quick enough for, yeah. like for a, a, a kind of Sunday distinguished gentleman style ride do you know what I mean so aye it's interesting um, it'll be interesting to see when it lands mm. you I mean think, how I successful think, yeah. that is I think where Kawasaki are going to do really well here is the price point aye in, comparison, it's coming, in it, comparison to like your Triumph Street Twin so um, it's coming in at uh, 7549 and that's for the default kind of they call it spark black which is black um, if you pay seven six nine, you can get it in emerald green, which I've seen the pictures of, and it's <coughs> not Kawasaki green, so it's not KRG green. Oh, yeah, right? yeah, yeah. It's it's much more seventies than that, which is quite nice. And again, they've kept the pinstripe, which is really nice. That's smart. That's um, smart. Or you can get it in moon dust grey. Silver. The moon dust grey is a kind of aye, it's, it's silver, so. right? But again, I think it's got a slight <coughs> orange pinstripe to it. Oh, nice! So the orange pinstripe, but it's not like a, it's like a burnt orange. So right. it's not like orange. It's more a kind of bronzy orange pinstripe to it, which is quite. The is detailing quite you nice. found in your granny's nineteen seventies carpet, that kind of orange. That kind of orange. Aye, so that's yeah, exactly yeah. it. They've literally just taken that and went into B and Q and went, "Can you colour match?" So aye, it's, the only thing is, is it doesn't come in yellow and black. 
So sorry, what? It doesn't come in yellow and black. Kawasaki, if you're listening. I'll just buy it. It would just be a case. Of, I'll just have the 900 RS then. Well, that's fair enough. I cool. mean, slightly quicker, and it comes in my favourite yeah. colour. But as we've known, that could all change. Next year, it could be bye bye moon dust grey and hello screaming yellow. Yeah, it could be, yep. Pedalescent daffodil. Pedalescent daffodil. Oh, that'd be a good name. Yeah. That's, we should have an actual, would you call it? We'll have a chat to our friend. And I'm mm-hmm. doing air quotes again. Our friend, <coughs> yeah, our friend. Harley Davidson. It comes up with really good colour schemes. We, you, know, do you know, we didn't even mention that your friend was in Harley Davidson, but you just have now. Well, I did say that I was in Harley Davidson talking to we, we, never, we never directly said that. We? that then, well, yeah. I still don't know who it is. There's a lot of people in there. Okay. Sorry so. about that, Sean. Oops. No. <laughs> <laughs> do, I don't even know if there's a Sean in there. I don't know. <laughs> no. uh, but aye, we'll see. Cool. We'll, do a, we'll do a colour special. I love it. Colours. Probably, what about the most ridiculous names for colours that are actually oh, out there on the bike? That's, that's, that's the thing. We're, we're, that's we can have a wee poll. We'll put a wee poll on our social media. That's, a, that's a Google thing mm, going to happen a, right absolutely. now. If, if you're listening out there <clears> and you've had a bike that has had the most ridiculous, stupidest colour yeah. ever, then let us know. My wife's has got a weird name for hers, mm-hmm. but essentially it's just white. It's white, but they get some weird name. I'll look it up and let you know, but it's go no it's just white yeah so if you've got a bike out there that you got colored in trapezoidal cerise explosion let us know, Do you know what i mean that's aye. what we want to know aye, if you've got a bike out there that's in you mean failed accountant brown yeah. please let us know it's quite a lot of cars that seem to be around in failed accountant brown at the moment i would say i know uh, i don't know if it's a trend i don't know i can't imagine a massive resale value perilescent failed accountant brown you know uh, what I mean? well yeah, i mean if you need that little you bit know. of sparkle we you want a sparkle on your corduroys that's what you want <laughs> Accounting Cordery Brown. That's it. That's it. That's it. That's a new one for the new Royal Enfield. I'm thinking that's the name of the show this week's show. Accountant Cordery Brown. That's it. Perfect. Moving on, uh, last few bit here. This is this is. Um, I, I seem to be the person to kind of go off on a tangent here with with the news not relating to bikes, but but we'll bring it back round to it. This is a little snippet of um, news from the tennis world. So you may or may not know. But Darren enjoys um, a wee knockabout in the court. He does. <clears throat> he likes to get his racket out and whack his balls. And that's um, playing... <laughs> thank you. Playing tennis. Um, so, what's this got to do with motorbikes? I hear you cry. What's this got to do with motorbikes? Yeah, I thought I heard you cry that. Well, <laughs> on September the 11th, uh, Emma Raducanu. I'm pronouncing that right, haven't I? That is right. Emma yeah. Raducanu. You know, uh, won the US Open in New York. I'm sure if, if you watched it, it was super exciting. Um well done, girl. She was absolutely brilliant. First British woman to win a major since 1977. Virginia Wade. Virginia Wade. And she was in the audience, wasn't she? She was. Um, in the crowd, the audience. I thought it was Sue Barker. But actually, Aye. Sue Barker won the French, I think, the same year. But because it was earlier in the year. Anyway, we digress. I'm getting bored. And uh, um, that was our tennis fact. Um, and at age 18, and in only her fourth professional tournament, she came through all the wild card qualifying to win without dropping a, dropping a set. Which is impressive because that's all Darren never does is drop sets when he's playing tennis. But there you go. So, well done, Emma. We shall at you and mention you in this and let you know you've got a wee name check. Maybe you can let all your tennis fans know that biking, average bikers in the cave also talk about tennis. Exactly. I mean, obviously, we'll get take a few podcasts and we realize we don't, but by that point, they'll be hooked. Now, again, I can hear you screaming. What's this going to do with biking you? Exactly. Well, Emma Raducanu used to be a motocross racer. So, bombing around on a Kawasaki crosser, she was quite the competitor, even racing carts also. But eventually, unfortunately for motocross, but 
big up for British tennis. Um, she did give it up to focus on tennis, and as far as we're concerned, so as far as you're concerned, she is just an average biker, but also a US Open champion. At 18. At 18. mental. Exactly. So, um, if you're up in Scotland and you want to come and meet the average bikers and get out on the bikes, let us know. Darnell. We'll be doing well with that one. I know. We will really you know, be doing well it's worth a go. Yeah, absolutely. You've got to give a shout if out. You don't ask, you, you don't, know? Uh, don't ask, you don't get. Do you you're up mean? in Scotland, Emma, and you think, do you know, I never thought we'd actually get your John in, and we got your John in. Exactly. So. We've had Outlander, now we just need a US Open winner. That's all we need. It's, aye. aye. I, I'm, I'm, I'm game for that. You know what I mean? Nothing ventured, nothing gained. Uh, we did say, right right at the very top, at our intro every week, you know what I mean, that we might go off on a tangent, <laughs> but Just we'll try and bring it back. It back. It's in, very yeah. loosely based so, on what's like. Emma, if you're listening, or if you eventually listen, or if one of Emma's friends is listening, or even if one of Emma's friends or friends of friends of friends are listening, we know you're a biker and we know that if you're up in Scotland, we're here. Do we too? You think about it, but, right? She's won the US Open, mm-hmm. right? She couldn't even qualify to go on a bike above a one two five. That's uh, <laughs> even with a full license. Even with a full license, I know. <laughs> you can borrow John's mark, I'm sure it'll be fine. You'll be absolutely I'm sure, sure he would be fine. I'm sure he'd be absolutely yeah. delighted with that. As lo- just watch the number plates a bit dodgy in the back with the glue. Not for long. You know, we've, we've got we've got one ordered, so there we go. And that was I'm not gonna press the button again. I press the button again. Go on, sure. press the button again. Ah, go on. That was But that's why I wasn't going to press because it says we've got that time thing. But um, then, if there's some Doctor Who fans out there, they'll probably just think they're watching the episode. Yeah, that they're going to be like, "Oh, I'm in the Matrix is deja vu." Exactly. Boom, boom, boom. I know. The big question. I would say this is the bit that everybody tunes in to listen to. I think it probably is because the big question, which has really become more of a big chit chat, really, but it's right. It's, just, it's really <laughs> become some sort of random topic we decide to bore <clears throat> the absolute life of each other. Right? Yes. However, this week, and I'm quite proud of this because I never actually asked you. I just went, "I'm going to call it." This. You did. You did call this it. is my this is my big question this week. Ian, do you want to ride down to Electric Avenue? Do do and do. Electric Avenue. Anyway, yes. <laughs> I'm so. Do you know we didn't video that bit. I've been so good to have had that bit on video, but I, I stopped the video because we won't go and do the news on video just now. Well, as a wee taster, pe- people just need to watch and tune in for that. In fact, let's just do that again. I'm just going to pop the video back o- on. Audio excitement, right, and we'll just do that as the as the um as a wee bit of a trailer. So try it again. Go for it. We're going to start for the top again. But but we're just doing it while we're we'll talking. Just do it while we're talking. Yeah. Ian, do you want to go down to Electric Avenue and then we take the tire Electric Avenue? Something's beeping away. What's beeping away there? I, don't I know. have no idea. Maybe it was the Electric Avenue. Lights turning on. Could have been. Maybe. Either that, or the, either that or the GoPro's just died of death. I think. And you've got the last... I, I think, of I think literally the GoPro has literally just gone. Whereas you, this if, is still if, going. If you, got, that, still if going, you like. got all of that on there perfectly, that'd be ideal. People people knew it listening at this point are going, what are they two doing? Exactly. Ian's playing with the other camera. I'm playing with my wee thing. <laughs> right. So. I think that has just died, eh? Absolutely. There we go. Uh-huh. Anyway. Right, so this is a wee bit apt, actually, given the fact that we're having this conversation and currently in the UK there is a fuel distribution issue. Would that be the easy way to say it? I'm not going to say there's a crisis because it's not a it's not a crisis. crisis. There's actually just, we have difficulty getting the fuel from where it's located to the actual 
gas stations or petrol stations yeah. at the minute in the UK. And actually, it's really just down south now. The, the, the I, I don't even think it, but I, I know... The there, was, there was queues on the first day they announced uh-huh. it, but with, again, with the panic. Then suddenly people realised that well, actually it's not a it's not a fuel shortage, it's a driver shortage, which kind of makes sense with the way things have happened. Yeah. But anyway. But what, what it did say was, there's not an idiot shortage, there's definitely not. No, there's, there's not, not an, an idiot, idiot shortage, shortage, there's not a selfish shortage. If you've been driving on the roads you know lately, I mean? there's definitely not an idiot shortage. And, and funnily enough, um, we digress slightly, but we do tend to do that. I popped down to um, the local Asda and they've limited their pumps to £30. Oh, I've heard that. Mm-hmm. I've heard there's, there's places in South then that as well. Uh, so Asda, I mean, it's probably a nationwide thing they've done, but they, I went down to, to fill up the car actually, which is going to be more than 30 quid, and I could only put £30 in. And then I just went up the roundabout, round the corner, and at Morrison's, and then I filled the thing. But Morrison's don't have it, so there you go. Sounds like you're panicked by me. Um, anyway, we'll, we'll move off the scaremongering. Yes. Um, or no scaremongering, but I think. Oh, don't get me wrong. If there was loads of queues at the, the, the garages and there was an issue up here in Scotland, then I wouldn't have. I would have taken the thirty count and gone gone away. But ah. the, the they were empty. I know it's mental. Yeah. It's absolutely mental. But it did make me think: How far away are electric bikes? And really, is it an option these days? So over the last few years, more and more electric bikes have started to appear on the market, mostly from smaller companies and not so much from the main manufacturers. Then obviously Harley appeared with the Livewire mm-hmm. and it was kind of thrust into the, yep. the limelight thanks to our friend Ewan and Charlie. Jumped to the present day and all of a sudden there's a, a huge selection of bikes either available now or available for pre-order for next year. Yeah, and interestingly enough though, I think uh, there's one particular bike that I've been looking at that was kind of interesting because you can secure it for like $100 and no ship worldwide and I thought, yep. well, that's really cool. They've now announced that there's nothing left for 2022, so you put your deposit down now, you're going to be 2023 before you get it. Wow. That's just nuts. Yeah. Anyway, so we're going to talk about the pros and cons of of these bikes um, and the switch in general to electric and what might tip the scales when choosing to make a switch. Now, I I got really quite excited about electric bikes when I watched a long way up. (coughs) I'll not not pretend that I didn't get completely sucked into that whole concept. And I know that to be fair to the the production, it didn't paint electric bikes as super brilliant or easy to use or anything like that. But they were riding through an awful lot of... um, third world type environments you know certainly um, you know under, underdeveloped environments whereas you know what it's like now in the city you can't turn a corner and there's not an electric charging point sitting somewhere now there's one across the road aye exactly so <laughs> I thought to myself well in a in a developed you know city type environment I think they are practical they are very practical aye. you know and especially when you start seeing the range of some of the bikes now the ranges are actually pretty decent you know so aye. Um, so let's have a look at some of them. I'm going to, we're going to look first at the Harley Davidson Livewire because that's kind of like probably the most kind of um, out there one people know about. Even if you're not a biker, you've probably heard about it mainly because of the Long Way Up yep. program, you know. Um, although they did tweak it to make it more of an adventure type bike. Aye. Um, and one of the things I loved about that was the fact that all the guys in Harley did that in their own time. I know. <coughs> Which is just, Which is just super cool. It shows you how passionate they are about, yeah, absolutely. about the brand and, and the bike. Um, hopefully, as long as restrictions don't change, getting to go to the States next month. Um, so, But I cannot persuade John to go to Milwaukee with me. So, <laughs> got it. Anyway, <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll do Memphis instead, and that'd be cool. But, <coughs> anyway. So, 
we know this one because it's uh, you know long way up. It's it's Harley Davidson. So there's 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 more of mainstream media talking about it as well. Um, uh, so here's some stats on this on the machine. It's got 105 brake horsepower. Although you've ridden it, and you you text me to say that that does not suggest that. It's, Aye, it's 105 brake horsepower linear. Linear. Aye. So it's just on <clears throat> all the time. It's got 116.62 newton meters of torque. Uh, not to 62 in three seconds, probably, probably less. I don't know, I was too, I was gripping more than two Aye, times. Absolutely. Uh, it weighs 249 kgs, so it's yeah. average, you know, it's not... It's not a light, it's, it's not a light, it's but, but, um, Yeah, but it's a fifth, and it's a 15.5 kilowatt battery. The only thing about that, I think, is it's a 15.5 kilowatt battery, but I think it's only, it's usage is only like a 14.5 kilowatt battery, I think. Right, okay, so that's about a... But, aye. But it's a bit, it's okay. a bit like when you buy an SD card, um, it's a hundred twenty gigabyte SD card, but you've got a wee bit of. Or don't with an SD card nightmare than I. So, um, <laughs> yeah, so um, there's that kind of same concept where it's fifteen point five kilowatt battery, but you don't ever get the full power out of it in the same way that, you know, um, the range in the city is approximately one hundred and forty miles. The range in the motorway though is only seventy miles, um, and so approximately a hundred miles. But if you're going, if you're going to be taking it. I mean, you couldn't get to Edinburgh and back on that without having to charge it. No. Or you just make it, maybe. You, you know, especially if you go downhill and let it recharge you a bit, because it does... It does daily. Does re- and again, so. it depends. If you went through on a nice sunny day, you might get a wee bit more than that. Oh, just because the heat's so, um, If you're charging at home, which is uh, your 240 volt, yep. yep. it takes 12 hours to charge from empty to full, so you plug it in at night, go to your bed, go up in the morning, it should be full. Um, but if you've got one at a fast charge... Point, which is a lot of the ones which all Harley Davidsons that sell live wires have to have a fast charge point at them. Ah, there you go. So, so, um, and they they can go from empty to eighty percent in forty minutes, or a hundred percent in sixty minutes. Now, here's where all electric vehicles fall down at the minute, right? <laughs> uh, and that's no that's no kind of um, hack back to the Pan America that fell down. But uh, I was refraining for that. I know. I know, but I went there. I went there. I know okay, you did. I went there. No, no, fair play. Um, it cost twenty eight grand, twenty nine grand, twenty eight thousand nine hundred ninety five pounds, right? Um, but this may change because I think it's come down in America. I think that I think the dollar value is a lot lower. Uh, and plus, obviously, now it's broken into its sub brand. Exactly. So and it's, it's got, and it's had it's had a slight tweak. Yeah. In terms of it, doesn't say Harley Davidson on it; it just says Livewire on it. Yeah. Um, so it's starting about twenty thousand dollars in the states. So here's hoping that it could become a far more affordable option. If it and if it went down to twenty grand here, I would be seriously considering it. Um, as a as a, I think it'd be an amazing commuter bike to just go in. It's such. I I'd put yeah. I'd maybe put slight risers on the bars is the only thing, but other than that, uh-huh. it's an absolute dream. Yeah, it just and I and I do love the look of it, you know, because it still has a. It still looks like a motorbike, and this is going to come out maybe one of the other ones we've looked at. We're going to look mm. at later on, which, I mean, they all still look like motorbikes. They've got two wheels and handlebars, of course they do, but this still looks mecha- um, analogue motorbike. That's Aye. the best way of putting it, yeah. So, 20 grand is sitting up. There we go. Um, and you can get it in that lovely orange, and it does not come in hearing aid beige. At the no. <laughs> no. And I've got a funny feeling with the sub-brand it won't, so there we go. And Although I did like the blue. Who had the blue one? Was it you McGregor the blue McGregor one? had the blue I one. I loved that blue. I thought it was a beautiful colour. Aye. You know? And the, the noise it makes when you... Up it's that... Uh, it's just so it's, good. It's like the kind of high-pitched um, equivalent of Airwolf. 
Jan Michael Vincent sitting on that eye. What's up next? We've got the Zero SRS standard. So I went to standard option here. We'll talk about the premium version in a minute. But Zero Motorcycles started in a garage in Santa Cruz in California. Um, and it's but it's grown into quite a big company, and they seem to be one of the the bigger, smaller companies. If that mm-hmm. makes sense, mm-hmm. yeah, yep, yep. They only gonna make electric bikes, but they're kind of quite big. Um, there's loads of YouTube videos on Zero. There's guys that I mean, if we, um, if you look at Andy Mancam and Teapot One and all those guys, they they've all test ridden Zero bikes through the electric motor English electric motor company who sell them. I think up here it's Soul Tiles up in Edinburgh sell them. Right, but they have seven different bike bikes in production, all electric and all have a lot of development under their belt because they have been developing for, for quite a while. So let's look at the, the SRS. It's 110 brake horsepower. It's got 140 can, foot-pound. And all your electric bikes are linear, aren't they? And, and it's linear. linear. Right. Yeah. So we say 110, that's 110 all the time. Mm-hmm. You don't need to wait till you get to 7,000 RPM or whatever it is. It's just on. Aye. Um, and that's what gives it that whoosh yeah. and you just grip for dear life. Um, it's got 140 foot pound of torque, which is not quite double the the Harley. I think Harley's about 86. It works with it. Um, I know we see that in new meters because that's what Harley gives us. Yeah, there's. Oh, you got it down at 86 foot. 86 foot. Yeah. Um, not to 60. They don't quote what not to 60 is, but I would imagine it'll be around about a three second mark. Just sheer power to weight because the wet weight of the zero SRS. If it was a cake, it'd be a scone. That's so bad. That's so bad. Didn't even merit the drums. No, it didn't. <laughs> didn't no, no. That that the rim shot is getting kept. Uh, okay. Um, two hundred twenty-nine kilos. I say wet. I don't know why they call it a wet weight because what's it got in it? Oil. Yeah. Uh, clutch fluid. No. No. Uh, <laughs> brake fluid. That's a bit off. Um. It's a 14.4 kilowatt Maybe battery. that's a full bladder. I don't know. <laughs> a full <laughs> bladder. Wait, wait. <laughs> <laughs> right. Slow down. Or, or maybe that's what it's like when you've, when you've no realised it's linear and that's when it's come out your bladder aye, and it's soaked aye, into the seat. And that's aye. your wet weight. That's your wet weight. That's it. Yeah. Um, range in the city is about 161 miles. Range in the motorway, 82, which gives you a kind of combined average of about 109. Slightly better than the, than the Harley. Slightly better. But, but again, but remember, these are all... Test... You know, no, no test, but these are all um, like kind of media. Aye. You mean specs? So you may get less, you may get more. Depends on the conditions, <coughs> depends on yeah. the road, all that kind of stuff. Depends how hard you ride it. And it's amazing the the difference things like temperature and the type of terrain you're riding on, and, and the Aye. the number of hills. All these Aye. things, it's amazing the difference it actually makes. Yep, absolutely. Um, charging at home, zero to hundred percent, it's going to take you about six hours. Again, that's plugging into the, plug the in. old. Yep. 243 socket or 110 two socket if you're in the states rapid charging which is an optional extra believe it or not um, they do do level two charging so level two charging is about four hours but the rapid charging which is the equivalent of level three will take 1.8 hours to charge from still a long to time 100. 1.8 hours i know but if you, i mean if from, you if you zero to 100 percent it's under two hours i but 
Aye, it's not but the same as nipping in They're not advertising like your 40 minutes to 80% where you would, if you were going no. to be taking, it, taking the live in. No, distance, that's true. You know that you've got that, you know you're like that, well, that's fine. I've got, I can go to 80% and then I can nip to the, you know, I can nip aye, to the, can next, the next town. 60 plug miles it in there, or 60, whatever, 70, aye. Plug it in, get my wee cup of coffee, my scone, scone, and... Uh, you know, sit and wait for that to charge again. You know? Aye, yeah. when you put it like that, aye, you're writing off. That. So yeah, 1.8 hours is phenomenal for rapid charging to get it under two hours. is brilliant to, to get, get it to full, but aye, you really want that kind of rapid charging yeah. uh-huh. up to 60, 70 miles. Yeah. And then if the if the rest of it trickle charges, then so be it. But it's not the bike to use in an off-course 500, that's what I was saying. No. Now, this is where this one does come down slightly is the cost the cost for the standard version is £19,590 which again it's still expensive it's not expensive but you know but it's, it's, it's still within the real world you know if you look at the I mean obviously the Triumph RR right that's that's you know that that's obviously a a different type of bike completely, Aye. but you're, but it's you're, you're in the same ballpark figure as that, Aye. so you're in the same ballpark figure. And I imagine it's just as quick if no quicker. as a petrol bike. <laughs> Aye, and it probably is. Aye, yeah. Now we as we said at the top, it would be the standard version. If you want to upgrade to the premium, it's about an extra two thousand pound more, and it will reduce the charging time for level two at, at charging stations, right. um, or with the home charging stations. So, so if you get the if you get one of the home charging stations that they come out and they actually fit it in your house and stuff, oh, yeah. which can draw a little bit more power. <coughs> yeah, and you can get a grant for that. You can get a government grant for that. And yeah, and here and the UK you can. I don't know about the rest of the, the world, yeah. but yeah, you can. Now, plugging it in at home though for the premium version doesn't change. It still takes six hours. But if you're plugging it in at home, it's because you're going to your bed and you just want to let the bike charge yep. all night. So six hours is. You know I mean, I probably sleep about seven and a bit, so six hours is ideal. But yeah, that's the and actually, it isn't a bad looking bike. And it's I, a nice looking I'm bike. Not, but I'm it, not a fan of that color. No, it's, it's the color itself. We'll pop these pictures up in the in the social media. But this color itself's a bit. It makes it look very BMW. Aye, but not but not good BMW. Like you know, kind of, no. you know, that um, looks like a color an old. What F- I also think is quite interesting about, seven, the, about the shape of that is that big. That seat looks awfully wide on your bum, which looks dead comfy. Actually, I think it looks maybe quite comfy. Maybe it's just the angle this picture's at. You can judge it yourself. I like that looks like a big wide bum seat. I like the cinnamon cast. See the kind of cinnamon oh, brown cast yeah, yeah, wheels. Yeah, yeah. Which isn't on like. But then the, the yeah. tank, tank in inverted commas, because it doesn't have fuel. Do you know what I mean? That's the, quite the, the tank. It is kind of looks a funny shape. It looks to me like you might be riding a bit like. Leaning against a big metal wall there, but you might feel in the bike then. Yeah, that's the uh, thing. You might feel in the bike. I'd really, I'd really have to sit and want to see. But it, it looks a funny position to sit in. But then the live wire is a bit like that as well, in the sense of it's, you know, you look as if you might be reaching a bit further forward because you're. It's quite aggressive, uh, you know. So, so there you go. Anyway, that was a zero. Zero. Next up, we we've got the Energica, Energica Eva. Ribena, as as I was reading it, it's, it's the Rebellia, but uh, I was reading it as Ribena, um, and I think Energica and Zero and Harley were the three bike, the three electric manufacturers they looked at uh, for long way up. Aye. I think they spoke Energica about it. has been kicking about yeah. for a good. Bit. And Energica was definitely one of them. It's an Italian manufacturer of supersport electric bikes, and they're based in Medina. Uh, and it's a team of Formula One racing geniuses behind the scenes creating these very quick and yes 
very beautiful machines. Um, and this is the latest variant, the Eva Ribelli, or the Eva Ribena, as I'm going to continue to call it. Um, <laughs> it has... If it only came in Ribena I know, purple. Came in Ribena purple. It has 169 <laughs> brake horsepower. Again, linear, right? Aye. 159 foot-pounds of torque. And it's not to 62 in 2.6 seconds. That's frightening. That's frightening. That's two scones. Scones, scones. And uh, it's wet weight, again, you know, after, uh, after you've, you've emptied your bladder, uh, it's 260 kg, so it's, a, it's pretty heavy, a heavy bike, it's heavy bike in comparison to some of them. But there's a reason for that, isn't there, Ian? It's got a 21.5 kilowatt battery. Yow! Yes, 21.5 kilowatt battery, big heavy electric bike, but now we're going to talk about the range here, and this is when we're starting to get into ranges that actually make them a very viable proposition for you, for a biker. Range in the city is approximately 261 miles. So as a commuting bike, you could be, you know, you could have, a, you would only have to charge it once a week if you, you know, depending on your daily commute. <clears throat> range in the motorway, 123 miles. Uh, so you've got an average range of about 153 miles, which is, um, you know, certainly the best so far that we've noticed. And I would certainly be l- love to, um, you know, have a wee shot of that bike. It looks, it's a naked sports bike looking, so... Um, it's got that kind of Ducati monstery type feel to it, kind of, yeah, lovely. It's twenty five grand though. Aye, twenty five grand. But so that's a that's a as an expensive and quick way to empty your bladder. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, but then <laughs> you can. You, there's always the argument about it, and and actually, interesting enough, I've not. I don't know if we've for what the situation is with these bikes. But you know, with electric cars, you've got to kind of pay a monthly battery charge. Like a rental. A lot of rental of the rental actual the battery. battery. Yeah. Don't think so. Um, I've not uh, heard them talk about that in the bikes. There's certainly nothing, there's nothing in it. You no, know, I haven't. you look at Livewire and, and the, the websites, there's no suggestion that there's a, a, a monthly pay, a subscription or or type rent thing. Or, no, no, no. Um, but does bike. that, but then, that then therefore makes them probably more affordable in the sense if you can compare it with the amount of money you won't spend in petrol. Well, I will we'll come on to talk about that mm. in a minute. The thing I like about the Energica is it actually looks like a it looks like a proper bike. Yeah, it does. A combustion bike. Mm-hmm. I mean that looks no different from a, a, a an MT09 SP. Unless people were looking for it, they would just assume that was a, just a normal water bike and buy Aye. until they until until you nearly knocked them down because they never heard you. Aye. But um, he, but and unless they kind of went, mm, it's not got an exhaust. Although, although every every bike now when it goes by, she goes gone, gone. Yep, absolutely. So just for the <coughs> sheer sake of it. There you go. Um now this is one that you and I have talked about offline yeah. quite a bit. Um most of the cat that comes in yellow and black. But this is the Damon Hypersport range. And I'm saying range because we'll go into the range in, in a minute. Um And this is the one that's now twenty twenty three. Which t- tells you tells you a story. And, um, and you know why that is, don't you? To come in yellow, because <laughs> it comes in yellow. Right? <laughs> Sorry, we're all sold out. <laughs> I could see the point of figures. You're all sold out. We can get you one in beige. Uh, no, thank you. Now, this is one of the youngest manufacturers here. It's a Canadian-based company founded back in 2017. In 2017, that's like four years old. So, yeah. uh, I mean, it's quite infant. Um, the initial idea, though, was conceived by the kind of owner back in Jakarta in 2016, Damon are creating what they call an AI enhanced set of machines 
I know. I'm like, oh, uh, hello. You have my attention. Angie Duden, yellow, hello. Um, it comes in a base model, but then you get, it's almost like you can pay for the upgrade on the next model. Aye, uh, so rather than model. calling them an upgrade, they, they just change the letters in the models. Pretty much. Yeah. Which you would think, oh, well, that's what kind of every manufacturer does. But this is a bit more simplistic than that. So let's look at the base model. So this is the Hypersport SE. It's 100 brake horsepower, 200 newton metres of torque. Oofed. I know, oofed. They say it's got a top speed of 120. Um, I don't know if that's limited or whether it goes faster than that. The 0 to 60 is under three seconds. They haven't given a wet weight. Again, I'm imagining it's going to be in a similar vein. 220, 220, 220, 220, 220, 220, 220, 220, 220, 220, 220, 220, 220, 220, 220, 220, 220, just in your normal yep. domestic socket, eight hours from zero to ninety percent. They don't advertise what the temp last ten percent is, which always makes me worry. However, zero to ninety eight hours, yeah, yeah. take that. Level two charging, uh, one point five hours to get from zero to ninety, and rapid level three charging, forty five minutes from zero to eighty percent. So same as the live wire. Yep. Starting price, now this is in US dollars because they don't advertise it in the UK yet, is $16,995. So even if you buy a live wire, not a Harley live wire in the US, it's still three grand cheaper. Okay? Now comes the kind of what, Sim- what can you do, right? Yeah. So again, I'm saying it's simplistic. It is fairly simplistic, but it sounds complicated. So let me explain. So if you go to if you take the standard model, right, which is the the SE model, but you pay an extra three grand, you can get what they call an SX. Now that's just exactly the same bike, but they put a slightly bigger battery in it, right? Which means, but they also take the power. So this bike now does a hundred and it has a hundred and fifty brake horsepower. Okay, it's got a top speed of one hundred and fifty five, and it's got a combined range of one hundred and fifty miles. Again, charging. Let's just look at home and level two. Okay, because that tends to be the yeah, yep, yep. That, that tends to be the popular charging stations. Okay? Ah, absolutely, yeah. Both of those take twenty five percent longer. Okay, if you want to increase it further again, you go for the HS model, and that costs you twenty four thousand nine hundred ninety nine ninety five dollars. Okay, that gives you two hundred brake horsepower, <laughs> and its, it's top speed is two hundred miles per hour. Okay, but scone. What you do get there, though, is you get the bigger battery again. Aye. So you get 200 miles combined on a charge. Mm. That's 200 miles combined. That's, uh, that's ideal. Um, but again, the charging time, level one, level two, would be another 25% on the SX. So if you buy the S, if you buy the HS over the SE, it's going to take 50% longer. Yeah. So for, you were 45 minutes to charge for 0 to 80 you're actually probably going to be about an hour and ten minutes, mm-hmm. or about an hour and five minutes to charge it for zero to eighty. However, it's two hundred brake horsepower, and it's two hundred horsepower, and it's li- aye, exactly. But then, um, um, th- there's always that argument about well, where can you go at two hundred miles per hour in the in the UK? everywhere, everywhere. 
everywhere. <laughs> and, and really and, quickly. Aye. At <clears> least <throat> at least for a number of miles. And it wouldn't be 200 miles no. because it would run out of just well before that. What Damon do have is a, a, a premier option, and that's nearly $40,000. Okay. But this is just the HS model with some fancier upgrades on it. Yeah. Okay. So still 200 mile range. 200 miles an hour, 200 brake horsepower. It's still level two charges, two and a half hours. Level three is still in the same. But it does get Brembo brakes, all in shocks and all that kind of stuff. So it does get, you mean, some fancier components. Um, For me, SS, SX is probably the best value for money because 150 brake horsepower linear on an electric bike is way more than you'll ever need. Aye, absolutely. So, I mean, the live wire's way more than you'll ever need. You know what I mean? So add another 50 horsepower into that. Hell. But you guarantee if you had the money, you'd go, I want the 200 brake horsepower version. But it's a lot of money. Aye. <laughs> but know. the most important thing about Damon is comes in yellow and black. Exactly. And the Premier one comes in fancy yellow and black. Oh, it just looks amazing. It's gorgeous, isn't it? Yep, beautiful. There we go, that's Damon. Um, next we have the Lightning LS218 Lightning is another American based company They started in 2006 So I've got a bit, a bit more experience than Damon there The first bike venture was a conversion of a Yamaha R1 race bike To full electric And they've been developing batteries and solar powered options for years Setting records for electric bikes on the Bonville Salt Flats The production bike, the LS218 Doesn't have the sexiest name in the world But here is what it does have It's a bit like, um, you know THX one one whatever it is you know the the sound thing that that was George Lucas's sound thing LS two one eight sounds like some sort of you know what I mean yeah. but for the Star Wars geeks out there they'll just imagine they're buying a droid so it's fine well that's true <clears throat> um you know bleep 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 LS two one eight so but here it is here's what it does have right. <laughs> We insult the Star Wars fans. I know, absolutely. I know, I'm a Star Wars I fan. Know. That's fine. Um, it's 200 brake horsepower yes. on a bike, so boom. It's got 168 foot pound of torque. Jeez. And if you thought the Damon was fast, then this has got a top speed of 218 miles per hour. They don't give you a not to 62, probably because you couldn't turn the stopwatch on and off quick enough <laughs> with the sound set. Um, they do give you a wet weight of 225 kilos, which is pretty light in comparison to everything else that we know about. And I bet you 25 kilograms of that is bodily fluid. Exactly. And it's got a 12 kilowatt battery. So what does that do for your range? Because a 12 kilowatt is not a big battery it's for not a, a bike battery, that's giving no. you that level of performance. No. It's a combined range between 100 to 120 miles. They don't give you a charging at home time. They give you a level 2 charging time of 2 hours, not to 100%, which is pretty good. And... 30 minutes of not to 100% for level 3. That's getting into practical that's times. Super, aye, that's like, you know, 30 minutes is easy to kill if you if you if you like park up in the town or you park up in a motorway service station, you're going to go and get aye. yourself a wee, a wee Greg's, you know, it's a, you know, a wee Harry Ramsden's and sit for half an hour, easy peasy, lemon squeezy. Aye, it's right, the queues on the petrol stations are now. Half an hour is probably just the time it takes you actually to get served. Yeah. Well, to be fair, what you would do is in the petrol stations, you would r- go up the side of the queue, and go to the electric charges, and, <laughs> and spend, if they spend 30 minutes just looking at people smugly going, mm, don't get yourself one of these, no. I don't need to queue. So, uh, yeah, so there we go. So, like the day when you can increase the battery to a 15 kilowatt battery. Increases your range to about 120 to 150 miles on average. 
Um, but there will be an increase in charge time. But if you, if you're, if the increase from 30 is probably going to take up to about 45 minutes, you know what I mean? So, um, or you can range a 20 kilowatt battery, which is going to get you 160 to 180 mile range combined, which is, so you're looking at a quick charge time and that kind of combined mileage. It's a very practical looking bike, um, you know, from that options. And the bike looks very futuristic. It I mean, looks it looks like a bike, but it obviously, but very it's sport bike. But, sport very but sport the handles, bike. the hand, it almost looks like the handlebars come out from an interior shell. I know that's probably maybe just to do with the, you know, the way the angle and everything, the shot, the picture and everything. But it does look a bit more, kind of all encompassing. But we're getting closer to Tron here, you know, with, with some of the shapes and angles in this bike. Closer to, but not quite close enough yet. Is there maybe a bike that's a bit closer to Tron, Darren? Well, that's funny. You should see, Ian. Nice wee segue there. Nice wee segue there. There is a Finnish company who have emerged called Verge. Even just the name alone, The Verge. They have a bike called the TS. Now, the company used to be known as RMK. They previously had a prototype electric bike called the E2, which, again, sounds a bit like a droid. Yep. Um, which or again, a paper size. Can <laughs> we get my wee sheet of E2, please? <laughs> <laughs> maybe that's the size of the paper they, they, they sketched they the sketched designs on, on maybe possibly no I never saw the E2 no. so I possibly couldn't comment on it um, however they have now got a fully working and tested electric motorbike called the TS now also it doesn't mm. seem that exciting yes, really does it bike, it's called the TS <sighs> and this is where I need my car brake button hold the boss here's the kicker <clears throat> The rear wheel is hubless. Sorry, say that again. The rear wheel is hubless, this. That's right. It has no hub. Nothing in the middle. Now that now for your Star Wars fans here, that's a general grievous level of, of uh, technology this here. This is a proper Tron bike right. getting, right? Front's still got hub on it, obviously, but right. the back has no hub. And what is this witchcraft? I hear you cry. What is this witchcraft? Well, it's simple, but stupidly complicated all at the same time. So essentially, the centre rim is connected to the swing arm, and then there's an outer rim, which you have your rubber on, okay? Yeah. So when the power is pushed to the back wheels, or the back rim, two electromagnets repel each other, and that's what causes the inner rim and outer rim to spin. Means the tyre spins, and hence the bike moves forward. And of course, with them being magnets, there's no friction. Exactly, frictionless. So again, as you I mean, it sounds simple, but it's complicated. I'm going to try to downplay it. Um, downside is that it needs quite a big, quite a big rim. Um, <laughs> and it is a wide tire. They don't tell you what size it is, but it looks. Wide, yeah, like bigger than a two forty. But right. then the Tron bikes were wide, so they're going for that. Aye, exactly. Yeah. Now Verge have said that it's no more difficult to replace the tire on the hubless bike than it is on a regular bike. But judging by the size of the tire, it's probably far more difficult to get the credit to afford the tire <laughs> on the back of the Verge bike. <laughs> or somebody <laughs> stock it. You're not getting that black circle sun. I'll tell you that for nothing. Aye. Um, they also claim that due to it having no chain, no belt, no gearbox, the bike is super efficient. No official figure on the range yet, but testing shows that around 180 miles city and 120 motorway is the is on a single charge. Mm -hmm. uh, AC charging, so again, you kind of 
I mean, in, I'm not going to say in the house. I'm, I'm, the house. <clears throat> I, I'm thinking AC charging level uh, two. Can I? Maybe I maybe level one. So either a station has whatever. It's four hours. If it, if it's four hours on home charging, even better. Now DC charging, and that's your level two, level three is forty minutes. That's good. Gets better though. Apparently on DC charge, fifteen minutes of charge will give you sixty miles. Now that is that is super handy. Now that's that more super. like it. And that's because how many times have you been out in a run and you and you go, oh well, we'll just ride for the next hundred miles or so. You never no. you do fifty miles tops, Aye, and then you go pull in for a coffee, oh, pull in for a coffee, or oh I need a quick pee, or if you're out with somebody again, we'll give his obligatory weekly mention, Mister To. We's empty ten or empty ten. You know I mean after fifty miles, he's having to pull into refuel. Uh, of course, so especially the way he rides. Uh, exactly. Uh, again, he, ride, he rides that bike like he's trying to escape for a nappy change. <laughs> or nappies, change. nappies, change, nappies change, yeah, exactly. change. But 15, 15 minutes of charge gets you sixty miles. Is just you know what I mean. I think that's you know I mean that that that's up there with just for, that's up there with putting petrol in it. Aye, from, totally. from, that's from 50 my, minutes, from, aye. from my view. It would, uh, it, it would be interesting to know what a 50 minute charge gives you on the other bikes. It's certainly something they've maybe not talked about, do you know what I mean? No. So if you're looking at a, you know, what what, what will, because it's obviously like a bit, I, I take it it's a bit of an exponential charge and it'll charge quicker at the lower end and it slows down as it gets, aye, it slows down as it gets, gets it can almost trickle charges yeah. as it gets to the top. Um, hence why they're not giving you that 10% kind aye, of thing. Or hence why a lot of them say, oh, it's 40 minutes to 0 to 80 and aye. then. You know what I mean? 20 minutes, 20 minutes for the last 10%, 10% or 20% of It'd be interesting to know what the other bikes do. I wonder if that'd be something that they would, they would I, I don't start publishing in the future, especially if, um, you know, if you're going to look at a bike and say, well, every, you know, every 60 miles I can plug this in and get another 60 miles out of it. I know. Um, and that's me. I haven't even got to the fun part yet. We'll, we'll tell you what. Let's, Let's get give to the some fun, fun part. part. <laughs> it's 107 brake horsepower, which again, fairly well, yeah. nippy. Um, but, and everybody sit down at this point, right? I know we've talked in the past about that and nobody able to type things. Right? Which, which again, I had to double check this, uh-huh. but it, this is actually right. It has 737 foot pound of torque. Yes. 737 foot pound of torque, which is equivalent of a thousand newton meters. Not a typo. I have checked it. How, how could you even deal with that level? <laughs> but that must be the elect- that must be the the frictionless. I mean, electromagnet. It must be that. that. Yeah, there's there's nothing stopping that wheel from going round. Basically. I, I, I'm don't be funny. I don't even think it's going to get traction with that Th- much. Theoretically, power. right? Theoretically, that wheel will spin in mid air when it's riding because of the electromagnetics. Absolutely, it will hold. It will hold that back end in mid air because there'll be that. That's that's insane. I think you know I mean you could probably go through. You could probably go on water with that thing. That going to run at speed. Um, the price, and again, I find this astonishing. Um, the price comes in at twenty four thousand nine hundred ninety nine euros, so that's about twenty one and a half grand at the minute. Yep. And you can pre order it now for two thousand euros with expected delivery next year. Yep. And you can buy it in yellow. Hallelujah. Yellow. Un- I'm going to say unlimited talk because mm. you're never going to need any more than that. 
and it looks like a Tron bike with mm. no hub. And if it, again, we'll put pictures and stuff like that up. But guys, if you haven't seen it, go and check the Verge TS. It looks initially it looks weird, and then you go, "Oh, wait a minute, yep. wow!" I'm if you're a sci-fi that. fan, you'll automatically. The only thing I'm going to say that I don't like about it so far is the front view. Okay, the front view. If you remember the movie Chappie with the robot, oh yeah. That's what the front looks like. Um, I don't have pictures on Ian's notes because I downloaded the actual media pack and the pictures were like ridiculously high, Meg, and it was just never a cent when I sent Ian the actual, what do you call it? Aye, but yeah, it. If, you, if you look at the front, it looks like Chappie the robot or something along the same ilk. I can't remember what the other movie was. It was at the same time where the robots were out trying to hunt down somebody and one had a bit of a malfunction. Yeah. Do you it know what I mean? Be, it it's could like be two bit. circular mm-hmm. eyes that are above one another. Uh, not above one another, but one above one below. Yeah, I know the one, aye, I know the one you mean. I can't mind that film, but aye. Yeah. You know what I'm talking about. Yeah, I do. Aye, it's got that It's got that kind of look about it, yeah. At the front. Don't get me wrong. Nobody's going to be looking at the front because no. everybody's going to be looking at the back going, what, what, what is that? Witchcraft. Exactly. <laughs> so, um, yeah, um, yeah, it's got a big kind of double, double light thing at the front, but, you know, I, I actually quite like it. I, I I like it. You know I mean? No, the the front, but I actually quite like the front. I wouldn't say that was a that's a, not a minus I, to me. All right, again, I would I would I would forgo that. But that's probably the purely the, for the, the sci-fi back wheel. the sci-fi geeking me. It is a bit Aye. like you know, um, that kind of futuristic dystopian type Aye. thing. You know, but again, it's got a hubless back wheel. I know. Aye, that's it. Cool. <laughs> but we'll pop those pictures. Do you know up how easy amazing. that is to clean? It would be <laughs> so easy, easy to, to clean. clean. <laughs> I think practical here, absolutely. <laughs> Forget the practicality. Yeah. So that's that's probably the the key selection of electric bikes. I mean, you know, Triumph have got a concept thing out, and you know, your Yamaha's cars. They're all talking about these concepts of electric bikes and things just now, and looking at. And I think they they might be. Are they are they more infrastructure now? Are they waiting for the right battery set set up infrastructure type thing? And they're, they're kind of holding off. Well, we've had probably because I, you don't want I, to take. It's about like the VHS Betamax thing. Do you know what I mean? You I, don't want to know. You don't want to jump, jump with one, and then never do it. Four K using. Uh, I think Triumph will be the. I know BMW's got their kind of scooter thing out, oh, and Super Soco yeah. have got their wee scooters uh, out, which are just awesome. Artisan, I think, have got little kind of Vespa style mm-hmm. ones. So there is there's loads and loads of more electric bikes yep. hitting the market, but I think the next big manufacturer. To come out with one will be triumph because I do think they're prototype. they seem really close to getting that. Aye, and getting that. Um, and you know what triumph's like. I think they'll just they'll just throw all the resource at it to try and get it to do because I think they can see that infrastructure is only going to get better. Therefore, it is a market, and mm. with a live wire now on sale and people buying them and whatever yeah. and see those and whatever, I think they will be the next. What's the wait? Do you know what the wait time is for a live wire just now? Can you get them quite quick? Or? I think you can get them quite quick. Mm. If you're willing to pay the 30 grand. Like, I know if you, when you're in getting your test drive on your, would you call it, they've got the, see the brown, the, the burnt orange one? I've seen it sitting outside. That's, that's available for sale. We know miles, it's not registered or anything like that. Mm-hmm. And they sold the other, their last demonstrator, because they had two demonstrators. One went on September, and then the old one was sold when they had their kind of, kind of demo clearance weekend thing uh, oh was it was it I think it's uh, away aye uh, so oh, it's, that's the key because some of those really cool looking ones hubless and all that they're saying 2022 but you know fine well that that could be 
another year down the line. You know, right. the Damon stuff's the Damon stuff is another year down the line now. They've taken they've full taken orders for, next year. for what they can physically build in twenty twenty two. Anyway. But because of that, then we've got to look at that. So you get your electric bike now and you go, Do you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna be I'm gonna keep Greta happy and I'm gonna get myself my electric bike, you know. <laughs> uh and I'm gonna be, you know, going up to COP twenty six giving it I'm no one of you guys, I'm one of the good guys kind of thing, right? But there's pros and cons to having one of these things in real life. So I'm gonna have a look at the pros. Darren, Mr. Grumpy Draws here is gonna have a look at the cons and then we'll just have a wee chat about what we think. Um, and let you guys also have a wee think of what you want. Um, they have unbelievable acceleration. That's always a pro, you know. Let's get half of the lights. Boom! There we go. Aye, there's getting half of the lights, and then there's just... <laughs> aye, yep. aye. I'm going to do air quotes. Getting half of the lights. Aye. You know what I mean? If you aye. don't want to do it quickly, you're coming aye. half of the lights. Um, which is a pro, probably... Um, it could be a con as well, do you know what I mean? Um, I'm sure you've probably mentioned it. Uh, there's not, not to 30... Uh, or to 60, you know, it's it's always on. doesn't matter where you're, where you're going from. If you're going from 30 to 60, you're going from 70 to 90. Or in the case of the, the, the um, well, the live, well, the, the top, top of range, Damon, from 190 oh. to 200. So, you know what I mean? You're going, you're going to be accelerating at the same, same level. Right. Then we've got your fuel versus electric cost. So, obviously, with cars, there seems to be this price you pay to hire the battery. Which doesn't seem to be the case in the motorbike world. Which doesn't seem to be mentioned in the motorbike world. Um, thanks to our friends at the English Electric Motor Company, uh, they've got a simple cost calculator. So if you get a 50 mile per gallon out of your petrol bike, which is bit average really, isn't it? Yeah. Um, and you travel 10 miles to work five days a week, then the cost of fuel uh, is about £5.40. I can hear T.O. right now going, 50 miles to the gallon, I wish oh, I get 50 miles to the gallon. 5 miles to the gallon for me. Um, uh, cost of fuel would be about £5.40 um, per day, roughly, yeah. Uh, assuming my electricity rate is 15 pence, but let's be honest, the rates are going up a bit now. You know, based Aye, on, I, don't even yeah. d- I think looking at it, mine isn't it? even yeah. that at the minute, but it might go up. So. Say, say 15 pence, yeah, is your rate, your electricity rate per unit kind of thing, uh, which is high, then... The same journey is £1.88. So that's £3.52 a day. 65% cheaper to run your bike. Which means you can spend 65% more on the cost of the bike. No? Maybe maybe that's just a... Susan, if Clutching at straws. Clutching at <laughs> straws argument. Um, but yeah, so you're going to save yourself 65% in fuel. Um, <clears throat> service costs. In theory, servicing costs should be reduced as you have less mechanical components requiring cleans, tightening or lubrication. Therefore, it just becomes the essentials. You know, the, the, the brakes, the suspension, the rubbery bits, the battery check, um, the belt or the drive chain, if that's what you've got. Or your electromagnets, if you've bought Or your electromagnets, exactly, yeah. Um, in theory, but you know, it's new technology, so you can bet your bottom dollar that your servicing costs will probably be... Um, run about the same because I, I would I would be very surprised if they don't. I've pop just on a thought. See if I bought a Verge, uh-huh. right, with the electromagnets at the back. Did I take it to a motorbike? Thinking, or did I take it to an electrician Good or question. a magnet specialist? <coughs> I think probably what you're finding now is that um, that might be where one of your cons is. That could be one of your cons in the sense of you know because they're more electric than mechanical. Um, is there is there enough qualified people out there that can service them properly? Especially mm. if you're buying them from smaller manufacturers that don't necessarily have dealerships and, and the infrastructure in place. Or trained technicians. Or trained technicians, yeah. That's interesting. Good point. Uh, road tax, well, it's a simple fact. A full electric bike, like a full electric car, all full electric vehicles in the UK, road tax is free. 
So that's me. saving you anything from the case of my son's mutt, twelve pound a year, to a I can't remember what mine is now, but mine's about ninety quid. Aye, about ninety pound. I think I'm about, I think I was about sixty or something. Anyway, oh. can't remember off the top of the head. Um, uh, no, I'm about no, I'm about ninety. I'm about the same as you. I think oh. to be honest, I. I'm paying about £8 a month, so uh, you'll be keeping Greta happy, as I said at the start there, um, um, and this is good. If you own a company, you can pretty much write the lot off and claim back the cost under a tax loophole, at least in the UK. Um, Jimmy Carr, if you're listening, um, you get some electric <laughs> bike. I, I say loophole, um, you're carbon offsetting, so you can carbon offset. So every journey you make in that bike, you are actually saving carbon and you can offset that against your taxes. I'd love to be able to do a great impression right there, but it's just not going to happen. That's not even like it. I don't know if that's... Damaging our future. Anyway, cons, Dan, give us your cons, All of a sudden she was for Yorkshire. Uh, Damaging your future. For Yorkshire! (laughs) Uh, Do you know, I've digressed a little bit, I've now bought, I started buying that Yorkshire tea. But just right. because Sean Bean no, but no, get out for no. They had it in Mark. No, I tried. And I went, that tea's quite nice, right? It is alright. It's quite nice. And, but every t- every time I make a cup of tea now, and I put the tea bag in the cup, I go for Yorkshire. <laughs> and it could be like two in the morning, and I'm like, I just fancy a wee cup of tea, and I go very quietly in the house for Yorkshire. <laughs> followed by followed by. Don't forget fire alarms at three. You're on Thursday, <laughs> um, right? Cons. So there's a, the biggest con for me, or in general, is the price of the bike. Versus combustion motorbikes, they are more expensive for what you're getting. Aye. Could you? Uh, I mean, yeah, yeah. Um, insurance again appears to be more expensive. I done a quick check on one of the comparison websites, um, and for a, an HD live wire again with no security device, so I. I said, right, you have a track record on it. Uh, and you keep it in a locked concrete garage. My cheapest quote was almost double my current insurance. And some of the quotes were like £900,000 a year mark. So, but again, if you put a tracker on it, that would probably come down slightly and all that kind of good stuff again. And I think it's the power. I think if I had had more years on a, you know I mean, R1 or you know what I mean, something yeah. like that, it might have dropped again. Do you know what I mean? Uh, sure, um, sure, sure. So it's one of those ones. Um, but it definitely appeared and to be dealer. Yeah, it's also one of those things where they don't probably have the data. Yeah, exactly. So they're, they're, it's insurance world, they're going, to, they're going to go with the worst case scenario. Aye, it's all a big algorithm the for them. So. Yeah. Interesting, talking about the, the cost of your bike, I just did a quick calculation there. If you're saving £3.52 a day in petrol. Is it a day though? It's not a day, is it? So if you had, if you, your cost to run the bike a week... Uh, so if, if if you're saving three pound fifty two per trip, right? So say you're just using the bike for commuting, okay? Aye. So if you if you if you're doing ten miles five days a week, yeah, five days a week, it costs yeah. you about fiver in fuel. Yeah, it's so costing about one pound eighty eight. So you're three fifty two a week. Okay, so say let's say that's what you're doing. Right. You're three fifty two. No. Uh, no, you're saving three pound fifty two per trip, isn't it? Or is that five pound forty for t- your that whole week? That five pound forty is for your whole week. Well, if, for that. 50 mile road trip because you get 50 miles to the gallon, so it's about a five. Aye, so, a gallon. so the amount of money I'm saying a five or a gallon, aye. the guys in the states right now are going, What a what aye. a five or a gallon, you know. But, 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 but say, for instance, you were saving three pound fifty a day. So, say, for instance, right, you're using that bike a lot and it works out your three fifty a day. You're only, you're only saving 915 pound a year, right? If that was three fifty on on a on a five day week, using it five days a week for that commute, right? Yeah, so say you're only so. The, the the thirty grand for an electric bike versus your twelve grand for your 
for your, um, you know, your... Aye, you think about it, it's 900 pound a year. Speedmaster, to try and Speedmaster, right? So, Aye. you know, um, you, your electric bike would have to... You can't justify doubling the cost of your, your bike. No. On you, the fuel cost alone. Yeah, you take that. You take, let's go a thousand pound. You save mm-hmm. a thousand pound a year on fuel and say service and cost or whatever, Aye. right? And that's probably about right. From If that was me, I'm no 10 miles to work, I'm 20 miles to work and 20 miles back. Aye. So that, I am. That's, so you I would probably be, am about 352 Aye. a day. I'm about, about five or a day, yeah. So you call that a thousand pound a year. You take a bike, say if you date on BCP, take it for four years. Mm-hmm. That's four grand, right? Aye. On a bike that. At the moment in the UK costs twenty nine grand. You I mean you're not gonna you're not gonna buy a combustion bike for twenty five grand. No. If you if you do, you're buying a gold wing. Aye, exactly. Aye. You're buying something that's right, you're buying something that's absolutely you I mean you can get your triumph triple you can get your triumph double R carbon aye. for less, less than, than that, that, do you know what I mean? Yeah. So that's where I think if or when Livewire becomes a sub brand and they bring it down my only concern is is are they then cutting corners somewhere? Uh-huh. So they're obviously not putting HDs just called Livewire. Does yep. that bring a cost in? Well, I wouldn't thought so. But are they then replacing some of the components? So right now, say if it's got Brembo brakes, are you not getting Brembo brakes? You're going to get HD brakes or Nissans or uh, yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah, whatever you're getting. Aye. Then you're then going, well, wait a minute, I'm paying. Or are they just making more, therefore it's more possibly it's more efficient and you know it could it could be that um but what i think what i'm trying to say there just basically for anyone out there that's listening it's thinking about an electric bike and um and it's thinking of spending them on an electric bike you kind of use that as your base argument for your other half to to justify (laughs) getting a bike well you can go fabricate just fabricate the numbers yeah if 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 your other half right so you're a you're a lady biker out there and you've decided you want to go electric and you're your man or, or your other lady or whatever is... We should, what, 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 we should do a warning at this point. Yeah. We should have done a warning, actually. We should have done just say, if you're listening on speaker, please turn it down. Yeah, please, yeah, please and do. if you're listening in your earphones and you're in bed right next to your wife, deal. Yeah. Turn it down. Yeah, turn it down just now. Turn it down. But, and, and we know that we know that Tio's other half is good at maths, right? So, Aye. based on what she does. so And she's good at hearing the podcast. Good at hearing the podcast. Aye, exactly. So, in his ears. so, if you are... Your other half's really good at maths. Don't use this in the argument. But if not, it does sound like it could potentially be a big saving. Might work for you. All right, there we go. That's just that's what I'm saying. Something spoiler alert. You know. Aye, true. Yeah. Um, and then obviously range. Yeah. Let's let's talk range. Obviously, some of them are getting better. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean we've seen that. Some of them having like decent combined ranges. I'm going to say it's an average. Of, let's say an average of about 120 miles combined. Okay, right? go with that. Go with that. If you've ridden a if you've ridden the Harley forty eight, right, which was like the sportster but with a smaller tank on it, then one hundred twenty miles. You know I mean it, on a tank was never heard of. You would barely get hundred miles on a tank. Tio's MT ten probably doesn't get one hundred and twenty miles right. to the tank. Um, and driving it normally, never mind driving the way he drives it. So that's not a massive shocker. However, you go. Under normal a, circumstances, you go up to a bigger bike. You mean you're 150, aye. 200 miles on average combined? I'm, to I'm, I'm probably about that at the time. Aye. Um, and then, but the kicker is, is when you run out of fuel in your wee street cup, you can go into a petrol station and go, assuming there's fuel. I feel like blah, 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 in current, blah, 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 in current blah, blah, circumstances, oh, maybe. Yeah. In the door, grab a donut, grab a coffee, pay the money. Out the door, ten minutes you're done. Aye, you can right. and if you're just doing pay at the pump, you're out and in and out too. So. Aye, exactly. Uh, whereas 
plugging it in and charging takes a bit longer. This leads me on to the next point, charging. Charging is, again, getting better. We've seen that. 40 minutes to 80%, 15 minutes to get 60 miles and all that kind of stuff. But these are all based on like, rapid charging. Uh-huh. So this is all at level 3. A lot of places don't have level 3, they've only got level 2, which means you're a couple of hours to get a reasonable charge yeah. at best. <clears throat> right? And that's just no good enough. Um, to, I mean, to make it practical, unless you're going to Unless you that cut of hours gives you 150 miles, in which case, you I mean that's more than enough for you to be out and go on somewhere and stop for lunch and whatever, and get that cut of hours where you can charge yeah. it up. Yeah. Assuming that that charging station is near to where you're stopping, etc. And and that's where I think the biggest kicker in this is is that there's no solid infrastructure or backbone in this country to support that level three charging a minute and that's where I think it will that's where it suffers because you look at that let's take that 15 minute charge for 60 miles that's ideal Mm -hmm. that's that's absolutely you mean boom where you go and even if you get even if you get 50 miles and go I'm running out of juice again I need to stop you stop another 15 minutes you've got 60 miles on top of the 10 you've already got left that's you got a 70 mile range that's ideal do you know what I mean that is literally ideal Absolutely, yeah. I I think you're right. So I don't want to be negative, Nanny, about it no, because you know, you, end of it's written. One will know just how much fun there. You know, and that, I, well, I'm yet to experience it. I think, but I'm hopefully soon. And uh, so you look at something like the long way up, and you watch it, and it makes them look quite good. But but then you know they're riding fifty, sixty, seventy miles, and then meeting some deprived. You know, some some be, be groups of people under UNICEF and talking to them for several hours. Aye. They get plenty of time to do all that. And job. the other thing is, is you watch the long way up, and there's loads of people. And I noticed this when I watched it. And again, what they did, I thought, was tremendous. And the filming of it and all that was brilliant. And actually highlighting that electric's coming. There's nothing mm-hmm. we can do about it. We should actually embrace it. Totally agree. Love if trucks. I had the money, if I won a lottery this weekend, I would quite happily go and buy a, buy a live wire this weekend because yeah. I do think it's a it's an absolute monster it's a great bike love the sound love the looks and they are quite sparse on the road you don't see a no, lot no, of no. them about but what I noticed about Long Way Up was is there was long periods of time where they were driving along kind of big straight roads with the mountains and the thing and all that and we go oh, wow it's amazing and then you look at the speedo and they're actually only doing like 36 miles an hour ah that's true I remember, I remember <laughs> noticing they're, they're not going very you're fast going, they're nothing not like, like maximum I'm like ah that's a waste of that bike aye you would have been as well getting yourself a wee super soco and throwing a backpack on and taking that. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Whereas the live wire, it's, it's a bit more. It should be. I don't want to say ridden harbour, but it should be. You, you should, Aye, the, you the, should the, get. At no point did they, they look at the, the that bike on a highway going at 70 or whatever and like that and it was ah, that's a good point no but then a lot of that was terrain and the rough terrain of it and I get that they're, they're only going at 25 30 miles an hour because they can't go any faster aye but even when as you say like when the roads were when good when the roads were good aye, that's a good point and i did notice that funny at the time thought well they're not going very fast if i had one of those bikes i was going to say i wouldn't be driving at 35 miles an hour i would in a 30 you know what I mean, but on the motorway, on, on the on like a long street <coughs> like that, where I could be doing fifty or sixty miles an hour, I would I would be doing fifty or sixty miles an hour. Of course, you would. just because it's it's uh, it's just so much fun. Yeah. yeah. 
But there you go. We need more level threes. We need a better infrastructure around the more remote parts of the of the country, and we need the prices to come down we slightly. To come down. We cannot justify that kind of money. Like you, if I won a lottery tomorrow, I'd go out and I'd put my deposit down in my black and red, my black and yellow demon, right? I'd put Aye. my deposit down in the, the top one, the forty grand one. You know, I'd buy a live wire to keep it going till it got till it arrived. <laughs> you know, um, I would absolutely. So you can read one when the other one's charging. Exactly. Aye. So I can read one of those ones. Um, but to me, uh, it is. If you have got the lifestyle that allows you to use that type of bike, but by that I mean it's like an iPhone user, right? You know, people go on about the battery life on iPhone. It's not great. You know, it's you know in comparison to a Nokia thirty three ten, which will last for years <laughs> and the one charge, right? So you know, so if you think about, for me, if you do think do about, do 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 do. you know, standard bikes are the Nokia thirty three ten of bikes and. Electric bikes are the iPhone of bikes, right? So the Nokia, the, the, your standard bikes, if something breaks in the engine, you can take it to any garage that deals with bikes and they'll replace that nut, they'll replace that seal and you'll be on your way and you can just pop in, stick some fuel in it and keep going, right? It just keeps going and it keeps going and it keeps going. The electric bikes at the moment are very specialised in how they're, they're set up. So, you know, if you're, you can't if something breaks, you're going to Apple and getting shafted. Exactly. If something uh. breaks, you're going to go back to the, to to the dealership and get absolutely you know pummeled in your wallet, right? <laughs> Without a doubt. Um, but in saying that, if you do what I do is my, with my iPhone is, is I go to bed at night, I plug it in the wall, I wake up in the morning, it's fully charged, I take it out all day. I don't need to worry about that. No, having having a thirty six hour lifespan or a you know or a, even a. 18 or 19 hour lifespan because I I always plug it's, it in, in the, at night and, and do it up in the morning so but that's a good point because you and I are of an age where mm. we've went through the how do I say the birth of mobile phones I but it is the birth have, of aye, mobile phones aye. but mobile phones in their more modern sense yes, not those things you had to carry a briefcase no, for a battery but, but when, it, when it went GSM when it went when it went um, digital rather than analog signals aye. you know and, and, and they were handheld devices one hand held them and aye. and you were and you would get you know I mean I think my I think my first proper phone was a Sony Ericsson. Ah, me too. It was an Ericsson. It wasn't even Sony Ericsson. It was, it was an Ericsson. Ericsson yeah, I was GSM 197 or something. Aye, like and you could send texts and take, make mm. phone calls on no, it. No, that, my, it. They, they didn't even do SMS when I, with my first phone. Oh, really? It was just a phone. <laughs> didn't have games, didn't have anything. I had about three ringtones you could pick, and that was about it. And but you got a week. You got about a week. You got about a week at the battery. But over time, we've grown into a culture mm. where everything's a bit more instant you mean instantaneous yeah. so your in- internet's there at hand everything all your contacts yep. all your friends are on facebook on social media on you mean everything's uh, is much more of an extension of your life your phone now rather than a an easy way to to arrange to communicate with people or, or to communicate with exactly. people. exactly and i think we've just become a accustomed to the fact that you know I, mean, I want the latest iphone because it's got the nice camera on it and it's got all my usual favorites on it and i can get my apps and my facebook and whatever but i'm quite happy to accept the fact that come eight or nine o'clock at night i'm having to start to charge it or start to think about charging it mm. because it's drained yep. and i use mine constantly through Aye, the day of just you because do. of the work so i think at some point if you bought an electric bike I think you would just get into that mindset of because if you think about it, it's been. I mean, we're what we're on the iPhone thirteen now, right? And we know that that's a good twenty odd years of iPhones right now. So, um, oh, even that, so even that. But <laughs> the point is, they've they've never ever really addressed the battery issue 
because they've people have just learned differently, and it's and, and it's the same with a Samsung or a. I'm not, you know, the the, the, the more doesn't matter what you buy you know, these days, people, smartphones. People are now in, in the way of I go home, I plug in my I plug in my phone, I go up in the morning. So, you know, I don't think that necessarily electric bikes and electric vehicles will will improve that much in distances. It will be behaviour that changes Aye, in terms of so. in terms of being out in your bikes. But I think the thing is, is see if you could get if you had a half hour charge at L three yeah. that got you sixty or seventy miles, and, and, I, and you would quite and happily accept that, that. That's that's the big selling point for these bikes now is how quickly you can get it to that sixty mile range, that eighty percent, that next stop, that next stop. That that's the selling point for it, and and. And I think that's probably, you know, if you're looking at an electric bike with a petrol head on, you're never going to get it in the sense of how it's going to work for you. And again, anyone listening that hasn't tried an electric bike and are very much of the, I don't want to, I'm not going to pigeonhole our listeners, but if you're sitting there and you're going, no, I don't really fancy electric bikes, no, no, I like combustion and it affects my bike and all that kind of stuff. Totally fine with that and I totally get it, but try an electric bike you'll start to uh, you then ride it and go well wait a minute actually i could get used to this <laughs> but i think it's, and for bikes especially as well i think you know like the nostalgia of of, of classic bikes the, the the ability to take a bike and fix it yourself and it's there's more people fix bikes themselves than fix cars themselves for instance <gasps> oh i just did a thought do you know what i mean kawasaki z900 <clears throat> rs yellow black 70s paint job Pinstripe and electric. And electric. I'd say that. I'd price one of my kidneys on that. So, um, <laughs> uh, but I think you're right. I think it's. I think it's like, um, you know, what will what will be heartbreaking is when there's no when it goes for, when when the world turns fully electric and we don't have petrol anymore apart from really specialized stuff. If you think about the start the of the the reboot of the Star Trek movies when everything's all you know super I mean obviously this is very sci-fi but <laughs> it, it kind of it, you know looks at the fact that very few people will have anything petrol or combustion engine related in the future and it might not be in our lifetime to be fair right but you know they're going to they're going to lose that joy that you have of being on an, an analog machine aye, you know aye, and, that's and, true. but then unless they can replicate it in some way unless but they can replicate again, it in some way it's still it's mock and it? it's not you know, really it's it's it's, uh, it's like the listen to vinyl or listen to a cd that they've put a crackle in the background do you know what i mean uh or listen to us and now it's listen to a cd with a crackle in the background or listen to it to streamed on a high definition you know download and now and, and now people are going but do you know what <laughs> i want my vinyl again you know Aye, exactly. so um everything does full circle but possibly something like hydrogen or something because we've not touched on hydrogen. No, there's no hydrogen. This is just purely electric. Uh, there's no hydrogen bit. bikes out there. Something that can bring back the engine combustion type of thing, but on a base would be would hydrogen be fuel cell, hydrogen fuel cell or something. So yeah, um, my conclusion I think from me is I want an electric bike. I would love an electric bike, but it wouldn't be my only bike because there's too much of the combustion engine. Th- noise smell kind of vibe of, the, of of being on that bike that i just wait i just would miss too much even though i will still i've still to ride one you know what i mean Aye. but i just know that it won't be it, it'll it's probably 
two different vehicles now. Watch it next ne- next episode, episode fourteen. Ian's motor electric bike, but no, and his wife's gonna kill him. But it's it, it's it's like we're maybe going to have to look at them as two different types of vehicles, and how we manage our vehicle management within them. That's a bit of a W E N K Y way of saying that. But you know what I mean? Um, no, I know what you mean, and I get the whole combustion engine and all that kind of stuff. I, I totally get that. For me, if the backbone was there and the infrastructure was there to support the fast charging and it was a case of you plug in for 20 minutes or 30 minutes and that gets you, you know I mean, <coughs> 70 miles, 100 miles or whatever, mm-hmm. I would switch. Yeah, totally. I would quite happily switch. Um, you're right, and I think there will, there will be a turning point in that and that will be when what, what the, the masses deem as an acceptable charging time. Yeah. Versus an acceptable, you know, uh, number of outlets. So if you know, unless they're forced to, unless they're forced to, but you know that you can get your bike up to a manageable, a manageable range within twenty minutes. Yeah, and you know that you will not have to go any more than fifteen miles to find a point that you can do that with. Then. I know, and these are just I mean the, 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 there will be a point when that that becomes the norm, and then it'll be like iPhone where they turn around and they say we've improved it. This is a, this is the best battery in, in an iPhone ever, but it's it, but technically it's giving you another thirty five seconds. Do you know? Do you know what I mean? Know, absolutely. Kind of thing. I, I'm looking. You mean and even at that? You're thinking right now. I don't tour as much as I would like to. I don't get the big runs in as much as I'd like to because you've got work, you've got family, mm-hmm. you've got all that kind of stuff. When it gets to the the point where I'm going right. That's me. I'm say I'm, I'm retired. Yep. That's me. I'm retired now. My weeks are mine. I've no wings to worry about. No dogs to worry about. No nothing to worry about. I'm gonna go and go on that wee tour that I've always wanted to go to, to Switzerland or up to the Arctic Circle or whatever. At that point, if the bike hasn't caught up, what is your option other than to go combustion mm-hmm. or you're gonna need to plan your trip entirely differently? So what would have been a seven day tour all of a sudden needs to be a ten day tour because you haven't to factor in stop, 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 yeah, stop, 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 stop. Do you know what I mean? So that's where you've you know what I mean and that's the bit that I'm going, I hope it catches up. I, I would love an electric bike. Um I'd quite happily drive a bit and be an ambassador for electric bikes because I do think they're they're just so much fun. Yeah. Um, I know. And and I think it's gonna happen anyway whether we want it to or not. And I suppose but a bit, more of us have to buy them in order for them to improve them. Aye, and that's that, the thing. That, and, and for yeah. order for the, the infrastructure to get better, there needs to be an appetite for the infrastructure. Mm-hmm. People will only buy them because there's no but infrastructure. That, it's chicken what, or egg. Aye, but that's what's been kind of forced upon us, you know what I mean? Yep. Uh, and if we force that, you know, if we put the infrastructure in, then, yeah, I think you're right, people will buy it. But I still... Um, but un- until we can get that acceptable level of performance in terms of Aye, route I, management, tra- you know, bike management in sense of charging and all those, I'm kind of hoping things. that, and the price has to come down a bit. Aye, uh, price definitely has to drop slightly. But that's the same with cars. The, the electric price Aye, the electric cars down. are fun. Uh, they're, they're even worse than the, the bikes. Do you know what I mean? It's scary that some electric cars, you, you, it's actually costing you more to buy them second hand and it's brand new because of the waiting times and all that. Aye, entry level Tesla's like forty eight grand. Aye. You know I mean? And Nissan Leaf's costing you thirty grand. Aye. And exactly. It's, and it's not a Nissan, but it's a Nissan Leaf. Aye. I mean it's a little box on wheels. It's tiny. I mean, there's no way uh, that's a family of four and two dogs. <laughs> no. Regardless of what size yeah. of dogs you've got. 
You not, get, even, not even a chihuahua? You mean, not even a teacup chihuahua? Do you mm. know what I mean? Um, aye, it'll be interesting to see. It'll be interesting to see when the whole COP26 comes through. If they if they start to address it or put money to it, and it'll be also interesting to see the big four and the kind of Kawasaki's and your Hondas and all that that are doing this whole can we do a joint battery battery swap kind of idea. It'll be interesting to see if that changes the because if you can just go into a petrol station and swap one battery out and put another battery in, providing it's fairly straightforward and simple, that, that would, that's a game changer. That that would totally <clears throat> change it because on, then, a, on a on a bike or a car. And you know, I don't know why they're not looking at that. Gate fifty years time, and there'll be queues outside because all of a sudden there's a battery crisis. Yeah, the battery, ba- the battery van hasn't turned up, and all those people rocking up in their twenty twenty five vintage BMW GS thirteen <laughs> hundreds with whatever. smugness, Aye. with that, with that petrochemical smugness. <laughs> Straight over to the E you ten. Know, the memes will have changed somewhat, you know. Oh. It would still be that picture of DiCaprio holding up the glass, but it would go, then um, retro petrol users be like, mm-hmm. <laughs> Aye. and there'll still be a guy on TikTok going, I'm not queuing for batteries, yeah. I'm on a horse. Do you know what I mean? So, <laughs> aye, the joys. Uh, uh, it's one of those things I think it's coming, and I'm not. If we, if we all of a sudden tomorrow were kind of told that right, you need to switch to electric, electric, <clears throat> I mean, I wouldn't be exactly heartbroken. Because they're they are just fun. Yeah. No. No. Absolutely. I would only be heartbroken with my wallet. <laughs> anyway. So that's. I think Unless the government gee a bus rate or gee some sort you of. You can get well. You can get is it fifteen hundred quid? You can get towards your electric bike. Aye, something like that. But then they were doing ten grand interest. Ten grand interest free loans. Because it's like up to. But then you're going ten grand interest free loan. Well, that's magic. You paid for a third of it. Aye. I still need to take the other twenty grand out on. So. The, what he should have done was when if you're going to take a bike out like that, you get your fifteen hundred quid off it because you're doing something to improve environment, and, you get, and, you and then the rest of it you can get in an interest free loan. Aye. I mean, because they build the banks out. The least yeah. thing they can do is help us buy electric bikes. I think you can get like thirty grand for a car, can't you? Aye, interest free. But the point is, that I also I believe it's very difficult to get that loan though. Oh, you is know, it? I think um, a lot of people are getting knocked back for it because of back to winning the lottery. Exactly, <laughs> but the, but all you can buy out right with your interest free loans are nice and leaf. So, you know, um, you know, and it's only for new. It's only for new electric cars that you get that. Aye, so not no even a yeah. so, not even a and then, get, and then you can get like a three hundred and fifty quid towards an electric charging point at your home, but I think it costs about a grand to go and put in. So Aye, it was more than that. Mm. You were getting almost the near full cost you were getting one point. point but they've dropped it right in so you know so there you go if, you go, if you're listening government yeah sort I'm it sure out. they do I'm sure they I'm sure then Boris uh, every week is like alright oh, I'm getting average bike you know hi absolutely I mean, uh, there's not enough Muppets on here for them I know anyway so there we go conclusion have we done come to it we love them okay. we love aye. them we just need a wee bit more practicality involved before we would be 100% aye, it's, it's almost there if we had the money we'd, we'd have one if we had the money we'd have one but it's not it's, it, to me it's not a practical solution uh, for a for a vehicle at the moment no yeah it's a fun solution if you've got the spare cash aye I, I think it could be a it could be a I'm going to say a play thing but it could be a <coughs> yes it's a toy at the minute because I don't think there is enough of an infrastructure there no. to support it aye but I think that's, that's a Probably the best way of putting it. Yep. 
until I see one of those hopeless ones in the flesh. And then you all and of a sudden you go, like, I need to find I a want, way. I want a novel. <laughs> Anyone want to buy a kidney? Hmm? Bye. Bye. There you go. That's a conclusion. Get into Flynn's arcade and try to win one. You know? <laughs> win a kidney? No. <laughs> <laughs> well, you never know, you know. Tron <laughs> 3, the Is kidney. The grabbing That's machine to the hook. Electric organs. Uh, oh, I, mean? I want a Pikachu. Oh, I want a kidney. Oh, Nice. <laughs> I want an iPhone that's yeah. no an iPhone. Yeah. Anyway, folks, that's it. I think for episode 12, would you agree? That is it for I episode 12? Done well on episode 12. Yeah, actually. thank you for listening again to the ramblings of us average bikers this week and for supporting each of our episodes. Of course, podcasts are free and like unlike an electric bike, are no charge. <laughs> <laughs> that was worth the drum, surely. Say it again. Uh, and unlike, uh, because podcasts are free, unlike an electric bike, there's no charge. Thank you. Cheers. Excellent. Yeah, I know you're pushing it. Uh, which you would be an electric bike if you're no between charging points. Thank you. Again, as long as you lovely people out there keep listening, we will continue to be here. Remember, these are just the opinions of a group of average bikers. And uh, just to reiterate, we are kind of pushing the our downloads are nearly into four figures which doesn't sound like a lot but actually the fact that like a thousand downloads or nearly a thousand downloads have happened is just absolutely mind-blowing yeah amazing so again thank you so much our average kind of uptake keeps going so there must be people either there's either four people out there liking it a lot and listening over and over and over again or we have a reasonable kind of following at this point so that's great good but again massive thank you um if you enjoyed it please like share subscribe do all the fun things share stuff we're going to start venturing out as ian said we're going to put We'll put some pictures and stuff up on um, social media, just some of the electric bikes. Maybe got a wee bit of video on YouTube. And we'll get some video up on YouTube um, of us in our little cave recording. Um, if you want to get in touch, then either do it via the social media platforms or you can reach out to us at Average Bikers in a Cave at Outlook.com if you get any suggestions for topics you want us to... Let, let us know what your thoughts are on electric bikes. If you've ridden an electric bike, let us know. If you've got one, if you've got better. one, even better, absolutely. You can tell us what the real world is like. Yeah, definitely. Please do. We can share it with the, the rest of the listeners. But until next time, which will be episode 13, ooh, and it might be out around about the same time as Halloween. Ooh. But until Should then... A, ha- a Halloween special? A Halloween special. I think best, uh, best costumes to dress up on a bike. Obviously, we... <laughs> <laughs> we your, um, your change, we need to... Um, it may, it may be out before that. Absolutely, yeah. You know what I mean? When so I go through the change. When you go through the change. That's it. No, I'm not personal. Yeah. It's broke. I'm broken now. It's a bit like when you open your piggy bank up and you go through the change. Thank you. That's the last one of the night. That's <laughs> it. It's done. Until next time, remember, only a biker understands why a dog sticks his head out of a car window. Oh. <laughs>